0: welcome back to the whitetail bloodline podcast i'm your host gavin sautters and I got a good one for you the whitetail bloodline boys are finally back it's me and john talking some whitetails we cover a whole lot in this episode john is uh just diving into some mock scrapes, so we go over that telling him how i do it and what he should expect going into his first season using them like diving into actually using deer sense stuff we talk about summer prep feeders trail cameras just about everything you can think of there's a lot of information we cover in this and uh different topics but i hope you guys enjoy this one it was a good one me and john can talk for hours this one's over two hours i believe so without further ado let's get old john boy on the phone my favorite farmer john what's going
1: on brother (laughs) oh not much what are you up to man
0: not much man just relaxing. Wow. Yeah, I hear
1: that. Yep, I yeah. hear that. It's pretty hot out there here. I don't know what it is there.
0: Shit, dude, this week's been nuts, and it's supposed to be even hotter next week.
1: Yeah, it was uh, 104 here today, and it's supposed to be 98 to 100 for the next two days, or 10 days.
0: Damn.
2: Yeah, That's so it's hot. not freaking not fun, man. Like <laughs> I
0: think so. we've been like, high 90s not quite to 100 but the humidity and heat index has just been crazy
1: yeah you
0: guys will have more humidity than we, than we have here so yeah you guys got that little more dry heat which i would rather, I would rather have the dry heat, humidity yeah. sucks
2: yeah The
0: humidity
1: makes it feel like you weigh a you know 100 extra pounds
0: i swear dude it's just been wearing me out like i've been getting home from work working like a little overtime, not a bunch but passing out like taking a nap every day or just passing out early i just like can't stay awake just wears me out being out there in that sun oh um, yeah
1: for sure man
0: new tractors you probably got some nice ac in that bitch don't yeah. you?
1: yeah oh yeah well these new oh. tractors now hell the windows don't even open on them so
0: if the ac really? goes out you can open the
1: windows yeah
0: that's weird so, why do you think they do that i i don't really know i've <laughs> never even been in like a nice nice tractor yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, they're, they're nice, but like I said, though, if the air conditioner goes out, you've got about 30 seconds, and your ass better be out of there.
2: Yeah, no shit. Because I'm Hot. Hot. But, so, man, how you
0: been? Like, oh, you've been yeah. doing a bunch of stuff in the Kansas whitetail wood.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I've been trying to get a lot of this stuff cranked out, trying to get the feeders out and the cameras out and stuff, because I knew uh this time was coming when we were trying to plant Milo and Try to cut wheat at the same time, so I knew I wouldn't have a whole lot of time to do that. So I wanted to get a bunch of that stuff whacked out here last couple of weeks.
0: Hell yeah, man. So you're about to start planting some Milo?
1: Yeah, we already started. We started uh, just two days ago. Hitting the Milo in the ground two or three days ago. Uh, my boss just told me today that there's a good chance we could go cut wheat tomorrow afternoon, too. So,
0: how's cutting wheat? Does that suck ass?
1: It's not bad. I mean, I usually run grain carts, so I get to stay in the air-conditioned tractor for the most part. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah!
1: The only part I that mean, sucks is when something breaks on a combine or something, and you're out there where, where it's 105, you know, trying to take a radiator out or something. That's that's the part that sucks.
0: Dude, I can not imagine, because you've seen my little tractor. I got a little case tractor like you guys got, but Dude, I'll like have that thing parked in the pole barn or pulling the pole barn to switch attachments, and i about fucking die. And I only yeah. do that for about twenty or thirty minutes. So I couldn't imagine sitting out in the hot, hot sun doing it.
1: Yeah, it's it's not nice. There was it's been a few years ago on a farm I worked for up north where I killed a lot of those bucks, spot the stock, and and got everything ready to go. I even checked the oil in the combine and everything. Didn't see nothing. Got in the combine and started it. And just this god-awful noise. I was like, what in the heck? So I shut it off. Well, there was a coon that was laying in the radiator fan. And when I started it, I sent that coon's bones and parts of the radiator fan through the radiator. No fucking way. And it was 105 degrees. And I had to lay on top of that thing and take that radiator out. And there was coon guts everywhere. And it was all (laughs) nasty. I mean, those things already stink. And now you're cooking the darn thing up there.
2: Oh, it, I never even heard of anything like that. That sucks.
1: It was it was like a thirty pound coon too. This thing was huge, and I had to like pull legs out and stuff with my pliers. It was <laughs> it was one of the worst things I've ever had to do in my life. It was freaking
0: awful, bro. So like some of the worst I've done is we used to have like these uh like uh, corsicans and doll sheep and stuff like curly horn or uh, yeah I guess curly horn sheep. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. And uh, we had we had a, quite a few of them when I was younger, like right out of high school and stuff. probably have 30 of them out there. And every once in a while, you just wouldn't be paying attention to them and one would die and be sitting out in that field or in the little shed for a day or two. Oh, my God. Oh uh, Bro, it is so bad.
1: Yeah, I think the worst thing I've ever had was, well, you know, like the European mounts, I'll, I do all my own. So I'll mm-hmm. boil the heads and everything, and then I just take them up to the car wash and power wash the rest of the stuff off of them. Yep. so me being a dumbass that i am i was sitting there power washing this thing off and i stuck that wand right through you know where the spinal cord goes into the back of the head yep and i shot that thing and a chunk of cooked and, and that deer had been sitting in the, sh- the garage rotting for like two weeks before uh, i was like oh god a chunk of that sucker came out and went straight down my throat
2: <laughs> oh, that smells fun,
1: dude! I was throwing up everywhere. Oh. I can, I still, I still feel that. I can still feel it to this day of that thing, that rotten chunk of brain shooting down my throat. Because you know, I'm right. just like it's been standing boiling, there with my mouth open.
2: The... Oh, I'll standing there, like, like.
1: dumbass, like watching what I'm doing. All of a that thing
2: flies. Oh god, dude,
1: that was. There's not a, I can take a lot of nasty stuff without throwing up, but that was it. I was.
0: Yeah, I can do a lot too, but if it gets in your fucking mouth, that's a different story. Yeah, yeah,
1: that was. I mean, for God's sakes, it was like in my throat and I could smell it. It was so bad. It was like,
0: oh my God.
2: Yeah.
1: That's, you that's guys have
0: many. Um, <laughs> yeah, it sucks. You, you guys have many squirrels? This is random, but I no. got a story with it. Uh, many squirrels in Kansas?
1: No, we, certain certain parts you do, like you get down the river and stuff that where we hunt, usually not.
0: Yeah, I was thinking because you've been finding all these sheds. That's one reason you find all them sheds and the squirrels and shit don't eat them up.
1: That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's
0: right. Because, you know, out in the fields
1: and shit, the squirrels aren't out there, so they're not chewing them up.
0: Yeah, that's why we rarely find them. Because I found one, like the biggest shed I ever found on my little family property it was a good eight point. I don't never even recognize them on trail camera or nothing. I might have had a, a couple pictures if I look into it, but. He mm-hmm. was already eating up, and they've only been dropped for, like, a month.
2: Oh, wow. So they get yeah, to him pretty
0: fast. But, yeah, I got a funny story with a squirrel. My uncle, I grew up hunting with him. I probably hunted with my uncle more than I've hunted with anybody else just growing up through the years. He's my mom's baby brother. And uh, he was sitting there hunting, I don't know if it was Indiana or Virginia, and the squirrel kept fucking with him. Squirrels throw ag- acorns at you every once in a while, and shit, just messing with you because they know you're there. <laughs> And after sitting there throwing acorns at my uncle for probably 15, 20 minutes, he got tired of it. So he just does the same thing, looks up. And you know when you naturally look up, your mouth opens. Yeah. Fucking squirrel pissed right in his mouth. No. Didn't start pissing until he looked up. Like, my uncle said that squirrel 100% did that shit on purpose.
1: Are you kidding me?
0: Legit pissed in his mouth. I think it was during muzzleloader season. It said, my uncle said it took everything in his being, not to blast that thing with a 50 k
2: Oh
1: my gosh! I would have, I would have thrown the gun at the damn squirrel. Holy
0: sure
2: shit! Am.
0: Knowing my uncle. He probably was gonna shoot it, and the squirrel took the fuck off. Honestly. Whoa, that is nuts! I'm gonna hug hug that little bastard again. down. Yeah, dude. When he told me that shit, I'm, I, I want to say I was hunting with him, and then he like, because we'd we'd always go hunting different parts of the property, and then meet up at the truck at eleven or twelve or something. And he like walked back to all kind of like butter. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Because he's one of those dudes that's always calm, like never gets upset really. And he's all this yeah. oh, shit.
2: I'm like, what happened? He's like, squirrel pissed in my fucking mouth. <laughs> no
0: way. <laughs> I was like, yeah, i better more than you, dude. I might not have seen a deer, but I didn't get pissed in my
1: mouth. Oh my God, that's nuts. Even to get pissed on by a squirrel, let alone in your mouth, that's insane. Yeah.
0: Dude, I've been around squirrels, hundreds, of, like thousands of thousands of squirrels. I don't know if I've ever even seen one piss.
2: Whoa, you must really piss that squirrel off.
0: Yeah, he was in his in his tree or something, man. Wow. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny, but uh, yeah, we're going we're hot and heavy in the summer now, as you yeah. know. We've been having this crazy fucking heat, so uh, let's just go into what we're doing, man. This is just a little BS session between the White Bloodline boys. Yeah, you bet. So, uh, I know you've been doing, like, a bunch of supplemental feeding, and you found a new supplemental feed guy, if you want to talk yeah. about him a little bit.
1: Yeah, GB Feeds, Uh, it's Greg, uh, Greg Beaker over in Hayes, Kansas, and, you know, and he, I can't remember if, I, I think I hit him up, or he hit me up, I don't remember, but, oh, well, that's what it was, it was on his page, and then I won that little contest for, um, you know, the score of the deer and stuff, and, oh, and, yeah, I got, yeah. and I got that free corn candy, so, you know, I went over there, and to pick it up and just kind of BSing, you know, about big deer and stuff. I was like, God damn, this guy's pretty cool. So, you know, I picked up some of that buck chow from him too and and uh decided to put it out and uh, you know, cause in my area, you know, guys know what works and what doesn't work. What works, you know, even in the eastern part of Kansas might not work here.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So that's what kind
2: of
1: kind of almost, you know, Maybe go to him, too, and, you know, like, hey, you know, what's what's all in this stuff? And, you know, and he was explaining it to me, you know, there's Milo and there's soybeans. They're not roasted soybeans, he said, because roasted soybeans are super expensive.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So, and then there's corn in there, and uh, he said there are whole, whole soybeans, you know, and the soybeans have an oil in them, and he said, and I didn't know this, but he was telling me that if you eat too many of those, it can actually make them sick because of the oil that's in those whole soybeans
2: huh
1: so he said that. so he said we've got the ratio right to where they could eat the crap out of all this stuff but that's the correct ratio when they're they get everything they need out of it but it's not going to make him sick so it's like well, oh, that's pretty damn cool yep
0: and yeah, he's a he's a big buck killer isn't his logo oh, big eight point
1: yeah 180 inch eight pointer man that thing is massive that's an absolute
2: monster and he's-
1: and he's got a couple of mule deer. I know they're right there, just over 200, pushing 200, and a couple of whitetails that are, like, right there, too. So, yeah, he definitely knows what he's doing as well, you know. Yep. We'll see, see that's what, they
0: uh, want. We, we've been looking for a good supplemental feed because we'll use big time and then we'll use, like, wide game innovation stuff because it's all yeah. the attractor supply for us. But uh, we started talking to those other guys at Buff Daddy Feed. They're pretty local to us, and it's the same type of thing you're talking about. It was like uh, supposedly they're. I'm gonna actually have a podcast here soon with one of the co-owners, but uh, supposedly they're like they were the first like nutritional deer feed. That oh no I kidding! Created. yeah. Wow. Uh, and yeah, that's their whole thing. Is just like they're not just making it attractive they're making it like an actual supplemental feed where the deer need it everything they're eating the deer actually uptake and like put into their bodies for what they need right yeah it sounds but- like that buck chow he's doing the same thing because i was looking at it when you're pouring it and it's definitely not your everyday normal looking
1: no no oh and that's the other thing it's got the, the protein pellets in there too with it so
0: Yep. yeah
2: See, yeah, they, I, mean, I have so many there.
0: products. You ever tried, like, that? I, I know Perina makes one, actually. Like, the dog food, they make a Perina, like, Antler Max or Antler Grow or something. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You ever tried that?
1: I have not. You know, this is actually – with GB Feeds, this is actually the first supplemental feed I've ever done. I've okay. just always been a – you know, let's just put corn out there to drag them in. You know, basically, it's yeah. all we've done. We usually don't start till, you know, real late July you know beginning of august
2: um yeah. when we start doing
0: that but but you
1: know we fired up this year bro saying, Hell hey, yeah. we're, we're all ready for deer season yeah uh mean, i i don't know if i've ever been more excited for deer season
2: than this me year I mean, you
0: guys have got me all pumped up too so say that's what's cool like just starting the bloodline and you said our core guys we all talk to other guys and stuff throughout the white tail woods but it's nice having our little core group because we're sitting there talking sending pictures every single day yeah yeah that's for sure man
1: yeah so i I, i'm really excited to see if this buck chow and stuff in the feeders because i've got like a bag mixed in with like 350 pounds of corn you know so i'm excited to see what it's gonna do if it is if it's gonna help Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know and i know the stuff you know gets expensive as you know you know you can't feed You know, guys on a budget like we are, you know, filling your feeders every two weeks, you know, with $200 worth of feed is just not, you know, we can't do that.
0: Yeah, exactly. We're not the rich hunters. We're working class.
1: (laughs) That's right. That's right. So, it's like even if mixing a bag in with, you know, 350, 400 pounds or something, if that helps with their
0: antler growth, you
1: know, shit, I'm all for it, man.
0: Yeah, and I've heard, like, I was talking to the one guy from Buff Daddy. And they give you you know your recommendations, but I was talking to him and he was like, "You can't really overdo it." He's like, "Yeah, it's just one of them feeds where they can't eat too much." Like you were talking about, if they eat too much soybeans, it'll get them sick and everything. Yeah, he was saying he like ever like during this time because what do you think? Like mid July or probably all of June and like early July is probably like the most important for the butt growing. Don't you think? Yeah. Oh yeah, I would say so because once you get in August, you've pretty much.
1: My opinion in our area once you get you know even early august you're the bucks are kind of are what they are at that point you know they're gonna fill yeah. out maybe get some more mass and stuff but but I, th- I think by that time it's they're pretty much you can tell what they're going to be and what they're gonna do so yeah, yeah, I, I,
0: agree. I agree yeah right now is probably the really critical time yeah and he was saying like he'll put some in and this dude he's got he shot a stud last year legit eating off of the off of the feed because they can feed around like you guys can and oh. he shot a straight velvet buck stud bro oh man and he had even a bigger buck double drop time it was double or triple drop time like big drops though like 12 inch thick drops oh my gosh yeah he looked he was john he was sending me pictures of it i was like he's like i'm not He was like i'm not saying it's just the buff daddy but he's like it definitely ended up i was like yeah you don't just naturally grow a white dog. i mean genetics huge yep. part of it don't get me wrong
1: but. yep But even if you're adding, you know, even just, you know, three, four inches of mass or time length or whatever, you know, I would, I think it's, you know, I think it's worth it.
0: And it's, it's good for the deer for the things you can't see, like the fawns and the does producing milk and just like their organs and everything. It helps them out.
1: And I think you were saying something about it helps with that stuff helps with the ticks, right? Yeah, some of them
0: do. I don't remember who was telling me that. I think, oh that was Corey with that uh white tail XTC, that mineral. That's,
2: that's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've never heard that until he said that either, which that's very interesting because ticks are bad. I I saw a picture on one of the bigger big hunting companies. I can't think who it is off the top of my brain. But it was like a, a fawn with like six ticks all around its eyelid.
1: Yeah. I know I think I saw Heartland Bow Hunter shared something like that on Instagram or TikTok or something. I think I saw that too on there.
0: Yeah, and that's just one of those things you don't think about, and like EHD, because Kansas Ooh. got hit hard with EHD back in like what twenty twelve, twenty something, fourteen, something like that. Yeah, I think I think the eastern part did. Yeah, like I say like my area. Luckily, is we have so much running water, like we don't have little ponds. I mean, there are the little ponds, but oh right, because it's is... stagnant water, right? Where all the yeah, it's something I'm about certain... the insects or the bacteria or something getting in the water. Yeah, a certain
1: fly lays its eggs or something in the mud, and then they step in there
0: and they get in their hoods or something. And then... Yeah, something like that, because we got a permission piece a couple years ago, me and my buddy Parker, up in, uh, like, Greenville, Indiana, and they had one of those farm ponds right in the middle of a cornfield, and we walked up and doe laying dead in the fucking pond. Oh, man. Yeah. Not only that, now you got that rotten deer in the pond, too. Yeah, which was weird, though. Deer were all, like, when we would see deer standing like in the pond, so they were still drinking at it, but just because there wasn't a whole lot of water in that area. Oh, wow, dang,
1: yeah, yeah, we've never had that here that I know of.
0: You guys I got mean, quite a bit of running water on most of your properties,
1: not really. You know, most of them are just stagnant ponds, yeah, you know. But I don't, I just don't know if we got the, the insects or whatever that causes EHD because like think I heard any reports of it in this area. I think extreme eastern Kansas did, but. I don't know what we did at all. I know we've had a – shoot, what is that? It's not Blue Tongue. It's the other
2: one.
0: CWD? CWD, that's it. Yeah. we, we Luckily, days Indiana days. hasn't had much of at all of that. We're like one of the few states that hasn't touched yet.
2: That's good. That's really good now.
0: And I think EHD's bad. Like, is Eastern Kansas more of your wooded, little more wet yep. area? Yeah. Yeah, it's something about that. For some reason, I think it's like them swampy – not like you're not as much your cow like your cow ponds are in the middle fields. it's more of those like ones that are kind of tucked back in the woods and shit like that yeah you know? and i could well,
2: be that, wrong that is our deer
1: you know they're not we don't have a really high deer population you know our deer don't really congregate like they do back that way you know shoot if you see a herd of you know
0: 10 or 15 in the wintertime that's a lot you know around here See, that's wild, because, like, all the pictures you'd be sending us of them studs, it's just, I guess, it's just genetics, and the hunters out there are probably more, that you're just used to bigger bucks, and people not shooting them small bucks out yeah. there, too, right?
2: Right.
1: Well, it it was really wild, that that big bachelor group I was telling you about that we saw last night, there a couple of nights ago, I have never seen a bachelor group that big. It's usually, you know, we might see three, four, five together, but... Mm-hmm. And as Blake mentioned it, you know, I counted 13, but I know that there was more bucks that were in that draw that just didn't come out or that are even over the hill. So, you know, they might've been pushing 20 of them in there. And I know that there were six of them in there, at least that are going to be studs. I was telling Blake on the way home, I was like, I know there's at least three in there that just, just the way that there already are their bases, their mass coming up already like torque, you know, Right there with our G2 and stuff splitting. I was like, I know three of them are going to be over
2: 160. Have to be. Yeah. Man,
0: that's and,
1: I, and I got those two on camera that are, I mean, they're going to be nice.
0: Yeah. That, that one that we posted on the, the page, that first picture when you got yeah. those three bucks. That's, he's I mean, both of those two bucks were good, but that one's going to be a stud.
2: Yes.
1: Yeah. He will be. And I'm wondering, so Blake passed up one a couple years ago. It was a 10-pointer, 130 inch 10 pointer, and he passed him up because he's a three-year-old. Well, last year he blew up. I mean, he was one he was 170 plus last year, but we just never never could get on him. The neighbor had corn planted and they were all living on the neighbor and and so we just couldn't get on him. And that one in that first picture looks a lot like his. So I'm wondering if it isn't that buck. So that'd make him, you know, a five year old this year. So I'm excited to see if that is him. What he's going to be this year?
0: That's what you're waiting for. Usually, right? You're five, or four for you. You're probably waiting for five year olds, aren't you? Or a five year old. Yeah. yeah.
1: If a four year old walks in like that one last year, that you know, 170 inch four year old, I'm not going to tell my kid he can't shoot it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: He's still. I knows. mean, if
1: he's 170 plus, I mean, he's a four year old. I'm I'm going to pull the trader tree You know.
2: Yeah, so exactly.
1: You can't you can't pass up and do like that. Just like. Just like Zeus, you know, I kind of – I keep putting that in my mind that, you know, like, Gabe Warden aged him at a four-and-a-half-year-old, and I know I couldn't pass him up, couldn't let him go, and he was in an area that I just couldn't, you know, because I don't know where he'd be after
0: after the crop was out. But I'm like,
1: God damn, Zeus was a four-year-old. Do you think what that dude would have looked like at six?
0: Shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. even five. I feel like five is the biggest jump. Yeah, yeah yeah but I'd, that's just that's crazy genetics that he was that big at a four-year-old yeah yeah
1: and and he was like yeah see you know his bases his bases really aren't that big and then when he looked at his teeth and stuff you know I was like yeah he's not he's there's no way he's over four he
2: god dang it it's like his teeth yeah. were better than and i was like shit
0: dude some people have like i just haven't killed enough big bucks like that so like, especially I ain't got two hundred to know fuck, get the fuck out of here. That definitely happened. But like you said, just imagine what he'd been at five year old. But you also got to think about all the uncontrollables. Could he get hit by a car? Could he get yep. died from EHD, CWD, poached? Yeah, hit on the interstate because he was right next to the interstate. Yeah, it, Poaching's probably kind of a bad problem in Kansas. Probably more so back in the day than it is now. Yeah,
1: right? it's not near as bad now. Uh, you know. Things, you know, social media especially is a big – I think actually yeah. a big help with that because, you know, a lot of – everybody has their phones with them these days. You know, if somebody sees somebody out doing something illegal like that, they're going to take pictures of them, you know, pictures of the plates and going shit. Going
0: straight to Facebook. You got to know who this motherfucker is.
1: Yeah. Well, that guy that freaking store feeder and shit last year the day before I killed Zeus. You know, I posted that shit all over Facebook and everything trying to figure out who it was. And finally, his best friend called me and said, dude, I it was him. I know it was him. Really? Like, yeah. So, I called him. Yeah, hey,
0: that's why hunters are awesome. Riding on your own best friend. I don't know
1: if I can but. Well, yeah. the thing was, so, this funny story, <laughs> this guy, he was best friends with him, but I guess like, three years ago, he was hunting on his property and this mm-hmm. 200 plus interest showed up. Actually, he was 206 because the neighbor ended up killing him, he told me. And, mm. He was. He had all hunting rights and everything. Well, as soon as this deer showed up, he kicked him off. Really? Yeah. He, he took his freaking stands out of there, his feeder and shit, and, like, threw him in the road ditch and said, you can't hunt no more.
0: Dude, whitetails and make motherfuckers go mad. Oh, yeah. yeah. You bet, man. You bet. So, Bro, like, I decided I was dumb as shit a few years ago and posted, like, all of my Facebook of, like, all the badass pictures I've got on, like, my family property and the property that I used to be able to hunt next to it. And mm-hmm. then, uh, I remember some kid saying something or I don't remember what it was. And then I was like, oh, he said something. And then a few months down the road, I ended up walking up. I'm like, dude, somebody else is fucking hunting here. Nobody else should be hunting here. And they ended up running into the kid. And he was the one that said something on the post. And he was just like, oh, I just happened to randomly talk to her. My girlfriend's friends with her from work. Oh, shit. I'm, like, I'm like, shut the fuck up. You know, that ain't true.
2: Yeah. you.
0: Because like, he messed. That's what it was. He messaged me and said something He's like, do you hunt on a. Uh, Lick Creek or Palmyra Road or something. I was like, that didn't, I didn't reply to him. Yeah. But it's crazy. Mm-hmm. People see a big buck with on trail camera or pictures or just off the road, and they'll do anything to go kill that buck.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: That's like even, you know, when a, if a big deer does end up showing up, you know, this year, you know, I don't know if we're going on social media or not. It just kind of depends on the area because – Last year, especially, you know, I think a lot of people are paying more attention to, like, where I'm at now.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, you know, unless
1: it's in an area – and a lot of these areas, too, you know, shit, like most of those pictures, you know, they're just out in a grass field. It's like, okay, who's going to know where that's at?
0: Yep, yeah, that's a big part of it. Like, like me and you have talked about it. We got people that watch the farm property. got neighbors that watch us and stuff. Yeah. So, we're going to be weary on that if we get some giants just because we're, we're such a high – Hunted pop like area, like there's so many yeah. hunters within a half a mile of where we're hunting. It's, God,
2: it's just crazy to me,
0: man. Gosh, it's just a whole different trial. That's why our bucks are just so much harder to get on. Because I, I feel like honestly, I bet like southern Indiana bucks quite a bit smarter than a Kansas buck.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah,
0: I'm sure. Just because of the hunting pressure, yeah, have to be, you know.
1: Otherwise, shit, they're dead within you know, two and a half year olds gonna get shot
0: yeah that's what i'm saying that's like when, when i shot my buck last year i think it was a five-year-old four at the minimum and that's rare like to get a buck pretty steadily because i had i mean i had pictures of him for three years so he was doing something right i don't know what the fuck he was doing mm-hmm. but i called him homeboy because i got more pictures of that buck than any buck I've ever oh, uh, really? That was and that was the first time i ever saw him with my own eyes
1: well you know they say that once they get mature you know once they get to that four and a half five and a half they, their court area really kind of shrinks
0: Yep, I think that's what his was. I, the, like the weird thing about my property is so small. I got my in my ways. I'm like, oh, this is a good spot for a trail camera, so I'm gonna put it here. And then last year, I'm like, fuck, I'm just gonna go put them in a few random spots and see what happens. And then, bam, got a bunch of pictures of bucks that I haven't been getting pictures of.
2: Oh wow, yeah, just so, moving it
1: so those few right feet there, like, that you know, just moving to where the deer are. I guess,
2: huh?
0: Yeah, like. Cause so I, mean, I had it, it, much. Yeah, because, I mean, I had it on the same trail, but I just moved it, like, slightly more down, and it's just, he was going through that spot and then cutting through somewhere. I honestly don't know exactly where he was cutting through, because I had trail cameras throughout. It's only a 26-acre property, and at, at points, I'll have six or seven cameras out there every once in a while. I don't do it as much as I used to, but I'll usually have at least four cameras on that property, mm-hmm. and, it, and there are certain spots that can't go because the house isn't shit, so. I don't know. He was just sneaky, dude. He was just sneaky.
1: <laughs> well, that's how he got to be that age, man.
0: <laughs> yep, yep. And then I figured out getting those pictures of him going through that same area, a bunch of daytime pictures. Like I got pictures like three days before season came in, and then a couple early October, then he disappeared. And then I shot uh-huh. him on like October twenty second or twentieth or November. That's sweet. November. Right? I lied. But yeah, hell so, yeah, uh man. You're running these reconics. We were just talking about trail cameras and stuff. You're a diehard about them. You've been running for years. The rest of the career, we're just starting to get into them, and I'm starting to become a believer. They're definitely probably the best cell camera bang for your buck out there.
1: In, in, in my opinion, yeah, the tacticams you just can't. I don't know, you just can't beat them. You, you, yeah, man. You look at the other ones, like the prices of them and shit. You know, three, four hundred bucks for a cell camera. It's like, damn, come on. And then. I, I had some issues with some of the first-gen ones last year, but then come to find out, I looked it up, you got to do a software update on
0: them. Yep. See, I've never done that ever on a truck camera.
1: Right. So it's like, well, how the hell do I do a software update? Well, then you go on the TechCamp's website, and they've got a whole video on everything to do. You know, you put the SD card into the computer. You go here to the website, put on the SD card, plug it in the camera, and you're done. I'm like, well, oh, shit, really? that's awesome. Yeah.
0: So hey, then that's they good to know. Up. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. Crazy. I, I don't remember thought of that. I just thought, well, God damn, these things are, you know, after a year, these things have gone to shit. And then come to find out they just needed the update and shit. Then they just, then they work flawlessly. Awesome. Even the, fir- the first gen ones. So I was like, yep. okay, cool. You know? And shit, I'm like still like using your,
0: Yeah. It's just like your iPhone. Your iPhone always goes to shit when a new one comes out. Oh, right. Gotcha. Oh, you don't have iPhone though. You're no. an Android.
1: Oh, damn. An Android. <laughs>
0: dude I'm iPhones, dark side. Bro, you are on the dark side <laughs> but uh yeah dude iphones they go to shit right when these new iphones come out every fucking time because i've had Ooh. iphone for years and years my dad got a work phone so that was like my christmas present like eighth grade or <laughs> ninth grade or something but yeah i've had one since then bro and yep every time a new one comes out your phone's gonna go to shit
1: no shit so they do that like what to make you buy the new one
0: yeah, dude, there's something about it. I swear, I've i like watched videos on it. It's I don't know. Apple's fucked, but I Jeez. love Apple too.
1: So. Yeah, right.
0: I just yeah. like them for their apps and then texting. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't give a shit. Yeah, like
1: when we were trying to first get on the on the and everything and on the Snapchat, it's like, oh, gosh, I was a freaking Android
2: user. Was like, yep,
0: <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Android's got Android's got dope stuff though. Android takes dope pictures and they yeah. get, just different features and stuff. They're dope about them. I had Android for, like, a year at one point. Yeah.
1: Well, I think the new ones, the shit, I don't remember what the new ones are, but they say that they take really freaking awesome pictures.
0: Yeah, that's my favorite thing about the new iPhones, always, is the camera, because I'm always taking pictures and videos, and yeah. video quality on your iPhone and shit now, and on, like, all smartphones, the newer ones are fucking incredible.
1: Yeah, they are. They really are. Shit, you know, your actual you know, like your dslr camera or whatever it's like they're really good and shit don't get me wrong but it's like these phones they're just incredible
0: yeah i've had recently like since you've joined people i've had a couple people message on instagram and they're like what do you guys take your photos with you guys are starting to get some real high quality photos and i was like as of right now we're trying to get some some cameras start taking more high quality pictures but this is all iphone and android he's like okay i kind of thought it was i was like honestly dude it's a big part of editing
1: yeah oh yeah that's for sure i can't like that one on the sprayer boom but you you
0: know kind of yeah that it. one's dope that looks yeah, like a, a picture to be sitting on your wall
1: yeah and then said hunters shared it and i'm like oh hell yeah yeah big time now
0: <laughs> yeah and hey, they're always there's a few of them like sharing pages that are really good to us that so they'll share our shit a lot yeah hell yeah good deal but uh i know one thing you're trying this for the first time this year i believe it's the first time is you're gonna be trying like mock scrapes and shit i think i convinced you to try out cooks fatal that's one of our like sponsors
1: yeah for sure man i'm i said never done it before and then i was also talking to uh shoot i can't remember swamp brothers on instagram um he had messaged me because he you told him about that decal on my truck so we kind of started talking back and forth too and he was kind of giving me some tips and stuff to try too
0: Jackson's a good dude. I love Jackson. Jackson and Parker. Me and Parker used to be neighbors. But like my parents, where he lives, his parents live like right next door. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. He seems like a freaking awesome guy. Yeah. They're they're some great dudes. I've been hunting with Parker for years and years. I got, I I was like hunting with him in his first year, bow hunting.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, It's really really cool to be like in this group and have this like community because, you know, you can bounce. So many different of guys and stuff. So that's a really super awesome,
2: yeah. Like I'm you know,
1: with the mock scrapes, you know, I, I've never done it before, so it's nice getting you know bouncing off the off of you and off of him and stuff. You know, like, well, I don't have vines where I'm at shit. I don't have oak branches where I'm at shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: You know, I like, think yeah. you,
0: I think you're gonna have great success with it, bro. Especially because you've never done it, and these bucks aren't gonna be fucking used to it, so it's gonna drive them fucking wild. Like that's you'll be doing. amazed. You'll be amazed at the does that use it. Oh, really? The does? Uh, dude, you, you what you're going to be creating is basically you're going to put it in a spot where you know deer are going to go by. And then yep. that's going to create into a community scrape where the deer go to that scrape to see what deer is in the area, especially during the rut, like early, uh, like right when the rut starts heating up. I, honestly, I could bet money if you put a, a scrape by like most of your tree stands, I bet you smack your buck under a scrape this year. No shit. I would bet money on it. If you put a wow. scrape on just about every tree thing, yep. that buck is going to walk up to that fucking tree. Gotcha. Okay. So dude, the, I'm going to die hard about scrapes. Die hard.
1: Hell yeah, dude. I, I'm excited to try it out. You know, like you were saying, and, and uh, he was telling me too, you know, you kind of need to get him started now. You know, because I was like, you know, when's a good time? you're like, well, we, I used to start my shit in June. I was like, oh, shit.
0: <laughs> yep. I always, I mean – I r- really start worrying more about it like August, but yeah, you can't gotcha. ever put a scrape out too early because they won't be pawing it. The bucks won't paw the ground more times than not during okay. this time of year, but right when they start shedding their uh, velvet, they're going to start pawing that ground more, dude. I've like last year was my best year ever with it because I have a couple more properties to do it. Like the farm property is the best scrape property I've ever been on it, anywhere. Oh, them bucks, dude. I put put a small tree it was just a teeny tree and it had a few limbs i cut the one main limb and it just had a limb that went perfect with it that was just some i think it was a hardwood i don't remember it was just a tree i saw probably like a roll of quarters thick maybe a little thicker
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and then cut the limbs off and then just had that one limb that went left and then it kind of hung flat right there about your chest level and dude them bucks by the end of the season they legit tore it down
1: oh shit wow
0: Actually, they tore it down multiple times, and we had to keep digging it in the ground put it in there. But <laughs> going right there, like right when season was ending, the one bug tore it in half. Damn. So I think you're going to have great success with it. And you bought some ropes too, didn't you? Yeah. yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Older. I think I sent that three-pack of ropes from them. So try that out and see what happens.
0: Yeah, I like those small ropes. Right where <laughs> I was, you know, I, you've seen the page and everything I was you pictures. You know where I was yeah. doing that, like, bottom clover plot then that kind of kill plot? Yeah. I got one right there, that rope, exact same rope you're buying from Cook's Fatal. It's been hanging there, and that's one of my spots that every year a big bug walks by there, every year.
1: Oh, shit. So it's kind of like a transition area there?
0: Yeah, it's right next to the creek. I mean, the creek's 15 feet off uh, off that scrape, and there their beddings on the other side, and it's ridgy right there on the other side of the creek, and then it goes to mine where all the food is and everything. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I think you're going to love it,
1: dude. I did a uh... – like I said, I cut a big limb off of a tree. It's like a hackberry tree. I cut a big limb off of it, and I put it, like, so where they're bedding out of this bottom. This is where I killed Titan a couple years ago, the same area, and where they're coming out of this bedding, and we have the feeder. This is this this spot's so funny, dude, because literally, like, there's this big draw, which I sent you that video of that draw. Mm-hmm. So we kind of treat it like a sanctuary. Well, the reason being is I don't go in there and hunt it because I can't.
2: Yeah. So.
1: So there's actually somebody else that technically has hunting rights for that draw, right? But we farm in a field. And a landowner said we can hunt the field because we farm it and everything. But technically, yep. I can't hunt inside the trees. So, um, so Just for people follow,
0: listening, John, what what is a draw? Oh, so a draw is what we call just
1: a low area. Okay. You know, where it's got some trees and some bushes and stuff in it, grasses and stuff like that. Just kind of where the water runs.
2: Yeah, because the for people
0: listening, you're from flat ass Kansas.
1: That's right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so any little topography change in some trees, you probably love them. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: So, but that's why I call that uh, that spot. We call it Stupid Tree, where I killed Titan out of in 2020.
0: Because okay. I have to hunt in the field. So, why <laughs> is that so I the one where neck. there's like two or three trees sitting there, and you put the yeah. trees down up there recently?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. We put that two man in there. I had a, a hawk hang on in there in, in and then with the kids
0: are nice that's what doing is.
1: shit jelly yeah, are man it's, i have They're that like kickback and it's got a big platform and shit on it i love that stand man yeah i love that stand yeah we put that uh, two-man hawk in there it's a hawk denali and dude you talk about a lounge. it's like a freaking like two recliners up in the tree literally
0: okay. like, this are thing they like connected guys. or is it two separate
1: yeah, they're connected. They're side by side. It's got the armrests and it's got like the shooting rail on it for like the crossbows and shit. And that's Hell 22 yeah. feet tall. So it's up there too.
0: Hell yeah. And that's where you shot Titan?
1: Uh, yeah, that's where I shot Titan and what we call the stupid tree. But so, I put that, to, it was actually on the other side of that draw from where I killed Titan. I wanted to get that because I wanted to put a feeder out there last year. And uh, I want it kind of further off the road so people won't see it, screw with it, whatever. So we put it literally out in the middle of the damn field. And uh, redneck Blind that redneck vine I have on the trailer, we put out there with it. And in between that feeder and their bedding, I took a big, like, hackberry branch and, you know, buried it in the ground. But I didn't do that until last week of October.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And they started hammering the shit out of it. Like, there would be a deer at the feeder, and you'd see a in that you know, just working the shit out of that tree, that little tree over, you know, and I started a. I didn't even put any scent in it though. I just took literally an antler that I had on the truck and scraped the ground and then they started using it.
0: Yep. Oh, I've done that many times, just breaking up the ground because deer are very visual. They'll see that and, yep. and, because deer communicate with scent more than anything.
1: Right. Right.
0: So, so that was like, your, your, wild, dog, like... Your, your does will hit it more than your bucks will more times than
1: Gotcha. But that's why, too, I was like, well, maybe this mock scrape idea is really good, too, because, you know, that seemed to kind of work. And that was just kind of a more or less a half-ass attempt, you know. Yeah. So if we start it now and get these bucks kind of on a routine, of they know that it's there. I think it'll work a lot better.
0: Oh, yeah. And if you do that, like, mock scrape set up that trio that I told you, those scents you bought. Yeah. It's going to work wonders. And For people listening, I guess I can go through it. Like, uh, it's three cents. We cook spades. I've been using them, fuck, going on, I don't even know, five years or six years or something. It's been a while. But uh, I'll grab their Dominant Buck, which is a uh, liquid scent, and he comes with sprayers. And I always buy the 25-cent, 10-cent sprayers, wherever they are. And I'll yep. spray that a shit ton. Especially that first time, I'll spray it quite a few times, just all over the ground. After I break it up, you can rake it. I usually grab a stick nearby and do that or kick it with my boots if I got my hunting boots on. And I'll spray that after I break the ground up, and that's either on under a limb, that's a good licking branch, about chest high to, like, stomach high, or, like we're talking about, where you can go bury a tree in the ground or something. And then I'll rub their calming bedding scent, which is a – it's like a deodorant stick style. Rub that on there just just a little bit, and that, that keeps them calm for whatever reason. Gotcha. And then I'll – And then they got the preorbital gland. So people that don't know what preorbital gland is, that's like the scent that's right under their uh, eye duct, basically. And that's what, when you're looking at scrape videos, that's what the bucks are rubbing all over the Oh, okay. That
2: makes sense. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. So I do that and that just like, it simulates what an actual deer would be doing. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? And, I, I don't he I don't know if he has just normal dough urine, but if there if you have like a company that has just normal do, dough urine and not your estrus, you could spray yeah. that in there too, because the doughs they piss in it just as much as a buck does.
1: Gotcha, okay.
0: And that like it's just like a little community hub. It's like a getting on Facebook for us.
1: I'm shit. Like <laughs> the <you>, deer TikTokiness <laughs> Yeah,
0: I swear, dude. I mean, I've had nothing but success with it. I've had many That's times true. where I put a new mock scrape out and within Two or three days, like a buck we've never seen shows up and it's hit. Oh
1: damn, no shit.
0: Yep, it's dude. Something crazy about it.
1: That's gonna be awesome.
0: And yeah. I've used so many different scents throughout the years, and Cook's Fatal is by far the best I've ever used.
1: Right on. Yeah, and I'm thinking about like these spots that are literally like out in the middle of the grass fields and stuff. You know, like you were saying, you can set like a post in the ground and then like you know
0: tie your tree limb onto it. Yep. Yep. I'm saying a lot of people will put a post and then they'll just legit screw a tree branch to the post, like hanging where it's like a good licking branch style. Gotcha. There's so many ways you can do it.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to test it out, man. And I've got going to have more spots set up this year, too. So I'm excited to try different things at different spots. You know, like try the ropes out, then
0: try like a cedar branch or something, you know. Yep, I've heard good things about cedar branch, I've personally never tried it, but I've heard good things.
1: Yeah, I mean, see, we have a lot of cedar trees out here. That's like probably our, you know, most prominent thing that we have are, are the cedars around here. I would, yeah, I would definitely try that, out there. Because actually there were some, uh, at a farm we were hunting last year, actually where we got that food pot this year, we were doing some, when we were doing the food plot stuff, we were doing some scouting around there, and we were finding where the bucks were, they are coming through this big, uh, the big cedar thing that they were making scrapes underneath those cedar limbs. Yep. Yep. So I was like,
2: well,
0: I love a good cedar ticket, bro. Good. Love a good cedar ticket.
1: So yeah, just... I'm excited for you guys to get out here like sometime and see how different it is out here compared to what your guys are used to. You're gonna, you guys are gonna be, what the fuck, where do the deer hide?
0: <laughs> yeah, I was talking to my mom and dad. I told them that hey, you joined the crew and everything, and I'm all, we're all fired up about that. And then they're like, you have been to Kansas? I was like, Mom, I've never been to fucking Kansas. I, like, I don't drive. I don't drive out west like you. I fly. Yeah. Last time I drove through Kansas, I was probably four or five years old. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, because you live in South Dakota. You get to drive going to Indiana, you probably have to go through Kansas, don't you? Uh, I don't know. I guess it depends on which way you go. Yeah, because I don't remember. I was a young-ass kid, but, yeah, I'm excited to get out there. Hopefully, dude, I'm planning on putting in the work, like, tomorrow, actually. We'll, we'll talk about this a little bit more here in a minute, but – I'm gonna go scout some Indiana public land and just put some trail cameras out. I'm not going to look for like great sign or nothing. I'm just gonna go try to get some inventory on some bugs. Gotcha. But yeah, man, I want to come out to Kansas. Hopefully I'll tag out early. Hopefully I'll smack a Kentucky Velvet buck, buck, open them week. And then uh, if I kill an Indiana buck early, I'm coming out to Kansas, bro. Coming to film <laughs> Yeah. It.
1: We uh speaking of that, we did uh, that same area I killed in last year when blake and i were out driving around i wasn't able to get pictures of him or nothing but we found a buck that was like three quarters of a mile away from there and this deer you know how they're like a red color right now
0: Mm -hmm. you know yours were really red
1: yeah but this buck was literally like half gray oh
2: yeah old buck old as hell
1: dude and he had the biggest freaking head on him because he was with two smaller bucks and I was fiddling around trying to get in a spot and scope over to the pasture side where Blake was at because that's where he was out there. And I was like, screw it. I'm not going to get there before he leaves. So I'm just staring at him. And I'm not kidding you. His bases, of course, are bigger right now in Velvet. But I swear yeah. that his main beam is coming off are already like damn near eight inches around.
0: Damn. Hey, dude, I mean, I got what? Two months of growing. And-
1: yeah. And he was already, he already had his threes. His G3 is probably halfway started. Oh, hell yeah. And he was a freaking, I mean, he's a toad. And I was like, Blake, that right there might be Apollo, man. <laughs>
2: yeah. So Which com- ones? I don't
1: know if I've heard about Apollo. Well, I've decided that the next, if we end up finding another one, the next one's going to be Apollo because that's son of Zeus. Mm-hmm. Hey,
2: that's smart.
0: So, but- that's smart. I like it.
1: That's what we're gonna name the the next one, big one that shows up, and I was like, man, that might be him right there. So we need to keep tabs on this dude. <laughs> oh, you yeah, know dude. where he's at. There's it's not where we can hunt, but I'm really thinking that from that that corn candy out and stuff and the feeder, I, I'm hoping well, I'll get a picture of him eventually.
0: Yep, yep. So because, yeah, uh, I, your bucks are probably covering quite a bit of ground in the rut, aren't they? Oh
1: gosh, I have actually. <laughs> This is funny. When I used to work up north, I saw a buck literally in the morning. He was, I think, like a mile from the farm. We went and hauled cattle over to Sylvan Grove, which is like 20 miles away. And on the way back, I saw that exact same buck seven miles east of where I saw him that morning.
0: That's fucking wild. Just had like a distinct wreck and you just like, oh, that's him again.
1: Yeah, you could tell it was him. He had a big, thick main beams and stuff, and he was like a big he was like a four by three and he was with the doe. I was like, holy shit, dude.
2: Yeah, they can travel
1: out here they travel a long ways
0: during the rut. They they will too here. But we just got so much more topography that they they that challenges them and a lot more roads and shit.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Well that's
0: the that's the other thing.
1: Like I'm telling you, you know, I've never usually used sense or anything. Of course I've always used you know the Tink 69 from Walmart. That's probably been on the shelf for five years, but
0: Yeah, I used to use that shit back in the day.
1: <laughs> but I've never had much luck with it. And I was actually telling my wife this the other night that, you know, I don't know if it's because it doesn't really seem like our bucks have to compete a lot because yeah we do have a lot of those and all the deer are spread out more. It's like it's like our bucks don't have to compete as much. So I Part of me wonders, like, you know, do they really give a shit?
0: Yeah, hey, that's a good point.
1: So, I don't know. That's why I'm really excited to try out these mock scrapes and just see how they react. And, you know, and have some actual good deer scent out. Not the shit that's been on the Walmart shelf for five years.
0: Uh, he's deer fresh. Deer like, right, right when we start I started working with him. He, like, I talked to him on the phone for 45 minutes or an hour just going over what he's doing and his products and stuff. And that was before he even had them scent sticks. And I even said down because I was like, did you, you heard them scent sticks? Cause I used to use the VS one or whatever it was. They were yeah. like the first like big deer scent that came out with like good deer scent. And he's like, I'm actually in the works of it. And when he got those, I mean, I'm, I love those. just cause you could rub them on a stick and they, they're like that, uh, I don't know, waxy. So they stay, their yeah. scent stays on the limb way longer. Right.
1: Yeah. The first time I, th- I tried some of that, uh, actually that hunt that i went on in illinois at trophy buck outfitters the uh guide gave me a stick of that uh ever i think is what it's called
2: and he like, said a-
1: yeah he's he said uh take this and just rub it on the tree behind you know on the tree next to you yeah. you know behind you on the tree that you're on and i was like okay what the hell is this Dude, he's like oh you just you know it kind of like you know if you're gonna smell it it kind of keeps him calm i was like shit okay well, whatever i don't give a shit
0: okay i'm a i'm a big believer in it bro yeah because, like, uh, Cook's fail, he's got the scent stick like that, and he's got a liquid, and I'll spray that all over my boots and shit when I'm walking in. Gotcha.
1: So that probably helps a ton, huh?
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm legit. I'm a diehard believer about it. Like, that's my thing. Like, we obviously want some partnerships, but I don't just want to be partnerships to be partners with a outdoor yeah. company. I want to actually believe in it. Well, and that was like
1: somebody else was asking me the other day. They're like, oh, it was about the – the GB feeds, a uh, guy I used to work with, he messaged me about and stuff. And he's like, well, what do you think about it? I was like, well, the deer seem to be going to it right now. I said, but I don't I don't really know. I haven't been using it long, so I don't know. I was like, but if I don't have luck with it, it's like, I'm going to tell you.
0: Yep,
2: exactly.
1: You know, I'm not going to be out here just, you know, this product doesn't really, doesn't work like I think it should. So I'm going to boast it everywhere. It's like, if, if I think something sucks, I'm going to say it
0: sucks.
2: I'm not going to bullshit you.
0: Yeah, that's like I, I I love wild game innovation trail cameras, but Corey yep. from the Bloodline he fucking absolutely hates them. <laughs> and you know it's just, the like, traffic
2: it's just your
0: values. love. dude. I mean, I mean, every year some of them go bad and mess yeah. up. But that's, that's that's buying trail cameras. I'm not buying these three hundred dollar trail cameras. I'm right. buying the thirty. I'm not buying. Yeah, you, exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and I'm like, they're gonna go, man. I I used them for forever. Like I said, until I went to the to the tactic cams to the cell cameras, I used Wall Game Innovations. You know the forty forty five dollar cell cameras, and I think they work pretty damn good. Now I did I did do a deal where that first year I went to the tactic cams, I put a Wall Game. I can't remember which one it was. It was one of the cheaper ones. You know, like thirty five bucks or something. I had that camera right next to the tactic cam, and that tactic cam. Caught probably a third more deer than that wall Game Innovations one
0: did. Yeah, I mean, I will say that. That's what's crazy about tag cam. They're a hundred bucks right now. Hundred yeah. bucks. That's a normal fucking trail camera. Honestly, yeah. a lot of non-cell cameras from just about every company. They got cell cameras or regular cameras that are going for $140, 160 bucks and crazy shit. Right. Well, look at even the uh, Reconyx cameras. I was just about to say that. I, mean, I, I would love to have one. My uncle shit. had one and he had bad luck with the Reconics. he might have just really? had bad luck with the camera i mean it, it worked for a few years but and it, it went bad i have it sitting in my my hunting tote because when he moved to utah especially now they can't use trail cameras but when he moved he right. couldn't he he gave me all of his like white tail hunt chitch because you can't hunt like that out west
2: right right
0: gave me a bunch of trail cameras and like uh he had a Reconics and it didn't work anymore and but I mean, reconics are the shit. Like the the guys are—they're diehard about it. Like all the big, comp- like big, tail killers, most of them like reconics. But right. I don't have the paycheck to spend three hundred fifty for a regular. Shit. Hell no! Shit, the cell cams from reconics like six hundred bucks. Ooh, that's man, six fucking tacticams, bro. Yeah, that's it, man. I mean, that game is covered. Jesus
2: Christ! Yeah, exactly. And,
1: and, and in my opinion, I, no, I'm not saying that they're not great. I haven't used them. I bet that they're a great camera, but when you can, in my opinion, you're going to spend six times as much money for a camera that, to me, I think is going to do the exact same job. Yep. You know, and I'm not saying, like I said, I've never used them, but I am really die hard on the Tacticams because I have had some, If – I'm a firm believer if I hadn't been using Tacticams, I would never have killed
0: both those 200-inch bucks. Yep. See, this is I, our first year, I, like – first year going into the tax cams i've had one cell camera in the past before that but the tax cams are the shit they're they're just pure and simple
1: well like the titan i would have i know i would have never killed that deer if i hadn't had that camera because he would have felt because and i've had a big problem over the last you know four or five years of going out there and checking control cameras every three days one of the cell cameras, and when actually I was running a Wild Game Innovations camera when I first got pictures of him. Those pictures of him in Velvet was on a Wild yeah. Game Innovations camera. Okay. And when that big one showed up, I I said, okay, now I have to stay the hell out of that area, or I'm going to screw it up. So that's exactly. when the tactical hands first came out, and I was like, I'm going to go get a call. I think I got two, and then I put it out, and he never showed up. Of course, after that, that was <laughs> a full fucking Jesus Christ. But I was like, I almost screwed up. So, I was watching him on that deer. I was watching him. It took, I think, almost two months for him to ever show back up.
0: But I was caught. See, that's what's crazy watching... about those mature bucks, bro. Any <laughs> little human fucking intr- and gone. intrusion. And they're
1: yeah. gone. But this deer's fucking weird. And this is a hell of a story for this deer. Um, so, I was like, every day, every morning when I wake up, I, I would always just open up my cam app to see if that deer showed up. And it was like, I think, damn near two months. And Never showed, never showed, never, never showed. And I remember vividly the morning that I woke up and I opened it and the first picture was Titan standing there and I fell out of the bed and I was saying words that make a sailor blush because <laughs> I was like, oh my freaking God, he's there, holy shit, holy shit. I think it was yeah. like two weeks later I ended up killing him. But that dude was really strange because, and that's where I say tactics hands come in a big time because when I went down there and sprayed that field because he was always nighttime, but when I went down there and sprayed that field before he planted it. He showed up daylight that night after I sprayed it with a sprayer and he showed up for three nights in a row daylight and it would just get later. And then finally he would just go back strictly nighttime. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Then when we went down there and planted the weed that night, he showed up daylight and he showed up for three nights in a row after that daylight. I was like, fuck, what, what's up with the machinery? Shit. So we were in the middle of cutting Milo in the fall. That's when I shot him. It was in October, but um, I talked to my bosses about. It. I was like, "Hey, I think I got this deer figured out. I think I can go kill him tonight." They're like, "Okay, well, we'll have our the other truck driver come out. He can drive truck, and you can take off early." I was like, "Okay, cool."
0: So yeah, you, like you got a cool, boss.
1: Yeah. Oh shit, dude, they're freaking. Yeah, they're they're fucking awesome. So that – when I knew I was going to have off that afternoon, I went down there that morning with my pickup, with my loud truck, dumped corn out, and literally was out in the field spinning kitties and shit and just fucking, like, whoa, 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 wrapping the shit out of the truck. Yeah. Drove off, went to work, came back that night, and that's when I killed him. No shit. Yes. I don't – I still cannot wrap my mind on it this day, but that's like where I say the tactic camps come in to play because you know – real time when they're there. If I had not checked the camera for two weeks, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd have ever figured him out.
0: Yeah. I uh, see. That's been my, a, a bunch of my problems with regular cameras. Like I'll put them at my parents' house and just knowing the years, the years uh, previous, I mean the whole property is changing now. So I'm starting to get that figured out, but <laughs> it was like a uh, October 15th. It was like, okay, let's go check some cameras. There might be a bug showing up. Cause it was like, when the rut starts kicking in that's when we'd start getting pictures of bucks on the property but last year they started showing up before fucking season and like opening day eating the persimmons and shit but i didn't check the cameras until like a week or two later and never did yep.
1: too late yeah
0: yep so by the time i checked i'm like damn i could have smacked this fucking buck on opening day and then they they left hit that like people call october lull and then right yep. when the rut started picking back up they came back again but I would have had that cell camera out there. I would have known them bucks were coming right there on that property and their persimmons and shit.
2: Yep.
1: Even on the night he was there and he'd be like, oh, shit, the next day. Like, I got to go.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, dude, it would have helped me so much. Because that huge buck that I've talked about, blade, chocolate horn buck, I, I probably could have killed him if I'd had cell cameras back in the day. Yeah, damn. Because I got multiple pictures. I got a video of him. It's in that spot I was just talking about right by the creek, that that scrape. Two different video or one video and one picture of him walking up to that scrape during daylight like 20 yards from its fucking tree stand
2: damn
1: but no nah, so, yeah. so i've got a big i got a question about these scrapes because i've never really hunted over scrapes either
2: yep when
1: is there just like a short a small window like when these bucks are gonna hit them like say you know late october you know when rescue to fire up is there like a small window that you can hunt them over the scrapes that they're gonna be there before, like, the rut kicks
0: or – I mean, every, every property is different, but okay. when it comes to scrapes, bro, you never know. Like, the bucks are weird. They go through phases of hitting scrapes. Like, right yeah. when the pre-rut's hitting up, they're smacking these scrapes really hard, checking, okay. trying to find that first hot doe. Yeah. And then uh during the rut, like, before it kicks up harder on the seeking phase, they'll start hitting them super hard. That's when they hit them the hardest is right when seeking starts hitting because they're looking for them does to walk in and piss in it, and they can smell the estrus in the scrapes. Okay, know? okay. But – uh, and then, like, right when the rut's hard, lockdown phase, you'll notice your scrape will lose activity. And then right after they breed them first doe, first, second doe, they yeah. start hitting them hard again. Like, at the farm, bro, I mean, it would it would go on and off, but they were hitting them scrapes. Okay. Like, almost daily, bro. Oh, shit. Wow. Dude, them scrapes – like, I swear, if you don't kill a buck off one of them scrapes, I'd be surprised. Yeah. Just because gotcha. you've, never, you've never done it, and these bucks aren't going to be used to it. And you're going to spray this random buck sitting there and be like, who the fuck's in my territory? Right. <laughs> I think you're going to have great luck with it. Put a reconnix on one, like, in one of your honey holes close to some bedding, right on, like, a field edge. That's where I would do yeah. it. Right on.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm you much can depth sneak depth.
0: back into, like, one of those bedding areas, and you got, like, a little clear spot. That is the best spot for a scrape tree.
1: Gotcha. Well, see, that's why, like, too, I like to I, – I like to... Kind of do some of this shit when I'm out farming. Even you know, kind of take this shit with me because when you're going around planting the field edges and shit, the tractors are already there. They're ready to know you're there, and it doesn't bother them. It's like, okay, let me jump out and do this real quick because it doesn't. You know, they don't care. You know, they don't bother yeah. other rather than walking back in there. You know, and and shit. I think that spooks them more. I've literally seen big bucks. Actually, there was it was last year I was planting the wheat field, and it's no, it was two years ago. The year year before I killed Titan actually, so it's been three years, the year before I killed Titan, I was going along that field edge of that draw I was talking about and planting wheat, you know, and the fucking girls screaming and everything, you know, fucking tractor. And all of a sudden this buck jumps up like, he just stands up like 30 yards and he's just this big, giant, wide, typical buck. And he just stands there, watches the tractor go by me get away a little ways and he just
0: lays back down. I was like, bro, they don't give a fuck about tractors. It Ooh, blows shit. my goddamn mind. Oh, no. Like, I, I think it's just because they know. Like, yeah. I've honestly done this going through my property, like, has music playing. Or uh, dude, if one of my neighbors saw me, they'd think I'm a fucking crazy person. I walk through the woods talking to myself so the do- the deer know I'm coming and I don't sneak up on them. And okay. I've, I've noticed that helps a lot, bro. Really? Yeah. I've never heard it. of anybody else doing that, but legit, I'll go like have music on my phone and sing to the music as I'm walking through the woods. And sure. they, they don't jump up as much. They're either jumping up before I get to them, mm-hmm. but when I just when I just walk through my property normal or quiet, I jump here ten feet from me all the fucking time.
1: I wonder if it's kind of like a a deal where you know, just natural predators, coyotes and shit, you know, sneaking up on them and stuff like that. They don't hear them or anything, and
0: it, you know, it spooks them more. It's like urban deer. Why do you think deer get so used to like humans and neighbors and shit? Because people are always yeah. out there talking and walking and doing shit. So they get vegetarians yeah,
1: the all that. walking their dogs and shit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. I'm I'm a believer in that because I, I think I put this in a group chat. I was out there, I don't remember what the fuck I was doing, mowing. Yeah, I was mowing some of the clover plots because they're getting weedy. So I was just yeah. mowing them down to get that clover popping back up. And uh, right there on my bottom field, there's a little group of trees. It's probably 30 yards wide or 40 yards wide, and it's got a straight incline going up to the top field. It's about a 10-foot uh, incline. And I'm driving right around this trail. I got one trail that wraps right on the edge of the woods, right through because I got clover planted all through there. And I drive there, and I go bring the motor back, drive my truck back down there to put some feet out and uh, park the truck. I'm sitting there bullshitting for a second, put the feet out right there next to the truck. And I walk about 20 yards and walk right – I got a path that goes through that tree line from the middle field to the bottom field, and a doe jumps up. And I drove, shit you not, probably 10 feet from this doe on the mower. She didn't jump up. I stepped one or two steps into the fucking woods, and she jumps up. Wow. Damn. Yep. And I've, I've noticed that with bucks, does, and everything, bro.
1: Well, I'll tell you like, how, uh, you know, especially when we start putting out these feeders – I've been putting out these feeders earlier now, you know. These deer mm-hmm. get so used to them. It was last last year. Went there, filled up the feeder and stuff, you know, whatever, you know, backed the truck up to it, you know, stood in the truck and and filled the feeder. And I shit you not, we didn't we didn't get what sixty yards pulled away pulling away from the feeder. And here comes a deer up out of the grass walking toward the feeder.
0: Yep. Dude, was, have you ever heard you ever heard sure. the guys in Texas with uh... You know how they have, like, especially back in the day, everybody's doing gravity feeders now, but back in yep. the day, it was just a spin feeder. You ever heard of these guys? They would grab, like, a Coke can or a beer can, probably a beer can, let's be honest. They would put, like, 15 <laughs> or 20 kernels of corn in it and shake that bitch really loud right when they got in their tree sand. And the deer were thinking the feeder went off, and the deer would come running up, and they'd shoot them motherfuckers. No shit. Yeah, but I remember hearing about that when I was a little kid. <laughs> wow. Tell me it wouldn't work, though. Oh, the deer got it, so it used to that, like, cl- that clinking noise, and then you yeah. just randomly do it. They're like, oh,
2: fuck, let's get a girl. Yeah, let's get a boy.
0: Yeah, wow. Kind you of hard to think about, though, you know? Yeah, you bet. You bet.
2: Wow.
1: Yeah, like, I don't – we don't use uh spinners here, which I know that they, you know, that you don't get as much waste and stuff with the spinners. doesn't seem like, but I've had a lot of – not a lot of. I've had one really big, mature buck – uh, showing up, you know, just dumping corn on the ground. Well, then we went and put one of them spinner feeders up there, and that's something that never came back.
0: Yeah, see, so I I always put a spinner or a spinner feeder at mom and dad's and yeah, uh, you can buy those little attachments that yeah. it just goes on the bottom of it and it just funnels it down and it makes it gravity. I want to do exactly. that for your reason because you told me about that, and I've heard other stories of people saying that, and especially me because I don't know if you've ever been around a spinner, but they throw the fucking corn like fifty or sixty yards, bro.
1: They do. When you're standing next to it, when it goes off, when it goes off, it's like God damn, that hurts.
0: Yeah, dude, I got the video on our YouTube back in there, and I was like 15 or 16, doing like a Wild Game Innovations, uh, like hanger feeder. Oh yeah. Uh, re- yep. Review, and in the video, I was trying to get it spinning, bro, and I got beat up by that thing. <laughs> Just trying to get video of it spinning. That was hit me in my fucking neck and shit. <laughs> oh, shit. But I figured that out, and when I was using those, I would actually zip tie. A like my corn bags around it on two sides, so the corn would hit that and just fall straight down, and then it oh, okay. throw it on one side. Right. And that was loud as fuck too. You got to think about that corn yeah. in that that plastic bag.
1: Yeah, that's right. You know, I was kind of thinking, you know, if you could coat that stuff in some kind of rubber rubber coating or something, <laughs> that that would help the noise. But I don't know. I just and, I just, it, and it. it
0: saves feed having gravity feeders because the coons yeah. can't get in it that much, can they? Uh. Not the gravity Me. feeders. I really haven't had much
1: trouble with it. I have had pictures before of them standing on each other's backs to reach the son of a bitch though. Swear to God. Yeah. Yeah. They're crafty. little fuckers. They will figure it out. But that was a squirrel, bro. It, where they're out in, you know, the open and stuff, we don't really have coons too often.
0: Bro, everywhere in southern Indiana it's it's a terrible coon problem. They eat a big percentage of our corn. Big percentage. Oh, God. That's Thank why we you. want to get these gravity feeders just to fucking help a little yeah. bit. Um, I have two
1: because I got I use boss buck feeders. You no, know, you can tell that. But yeah. um they make those strips. They're the metal strips that go on the legs and are spiked. That helps. Really? Yes. Okay. okay. That shit helps. You can probably put P V
0: C over it too. That'd probably help, don't you? Though? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Make it slick to where they can't get up it or whatever. Yeah. And speaking of raccoons and feeders, this just crossed my mind. You ever ever put raccoon traps out? No. Uh Uh-uh. All right. They make this stake where it's like a – what does it look like? Kind of like a – fuck, like a fletching on an arrow kind. It's pointed on one side, and then it goes back kind of like a fletching. And you drive that in with a stake, and then you pull it up, and it makes it flat. So you're pulling, like, all that ground below it up, if that makes sense. Okay. You could tie those to your feeders, bro, on all sides on your feeder legs, like uh, wire time or not wire time times some, some way so they would stay so nobody could steal them. It would make them so much harder to steal. They would have to cut them with something.
1: Oh no shit! Yeah,
0: that could just be a thing to deter somebody. And those are cheap as fuck and super easy to hammer in.
1: I never thought of that. That and two, I I've had problems with. Um,
0: last year it was really bad when you get
1: winds and shit. Like yep. through, oh, yeah. blow through the feeder heads, and I've had them empty the feeder completely out because the corn will, or the wind will come through one of the feeder heads and blow it out the other side.
2: Damn.
0: So
1: yeah, it's, it's like that's really frustrating. But then when over that.
0: here, that's problem with being flat as you guys are, though. Yeah, we don't have all the trees to break it
1: up, and then the problem with that is too that when then once it's empty, it wants to blow it over, and somebody wants to roll away. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. So, this year, too, I'm like, God, I need to find some way to anchor them down just because of that, too. So, that would help a lot.
0: Oh, yeah, they're they're cheap as shit. Go you know, on any trapping website, they'll have them. Yeah. And all it is is a metal wire with, like, a little metal piece that you drive down. It's got a little thing so a stake can hold on the bottom of it, and you drive it. And then when you pull it, it goes flat and holds against awesome. all that dirt below it. Hell, yeah, that's a hell of a good idea, man. I don't know why. It just crossed my mind. Yeah, that's – yeah, I'm going to have to do that.
1: I'm going to have to do that this year. Well, like you said, and that will keep – hopefully keep people from – at least deter them from stealing your shit. Yeah, right. I but mean, see, honestly, a cool. lot of
0: people, if they walk up and they can't take it easy, they won't take it. Right. Well, on the- We have that with electrical, bro. We'll have motherfuckers, bum-ass people in uh, Louisville. They'll steal our wire. They'll go in and cut all of our wire for the copper. But you don't even make that much fucking money. Jeez. We've had that happen many times, bro. And it just fucks us up. Oh yeah. We have, to, we have to repull everything. God dang. Dude, it sucks. Like, luckily this year hasn't been as bad as it was last year and the year before, but bro, it sucks. Yeah.
1: Right. Well, and then those uh those guys that because I had a tactic I had a brand new tacticam, that's what it was. That's what those fuckers stole. My camera and my feeder. And it was a six bucks buck feeder, so you know it's like six hundred and fifty bucks. Plus yeah. the camera was like two, you know. It was like, you know, 140 or something, I think, last year when the X's came out. But, so they staked it out. Like, they, they already scoped the place out because what they did, and it was weird because that night I got just a picture of it looked like the ground because they walked up behind it and cut it with a knife, the strap, and then it fell straight to the ground. They knew it took a picture and they shut it off.
0: Hell yeah. I was like, you or not me. hell yeah, but fucking <laughs> bastards. Yeah, but I did see
1: it. So, I think so I you can it. just
0: turn them off and then – your camera's basically theirs. Yeah, but what? but they can't
1: turn it on because if they turn it on, it will automatically take a picture and it will ping and it will tell you where it's at. But what the son of the bitches did, I thought called, called got a hold of taxi cam. Actually, they're really really good about this, but they you, they can track it, but only if the camera's on. Now huh. don't quote me on this, but I believe I saw where. The Gen 2s, the X the Tacticam X Gen 2s, is that they the can track one? that some bitch even if it's non on, really. So if somebody steals your shit, I don't don't quote me on that, but I think that's what I read. Is that if somebody steals your shit and they shut the camera off or they fucking busted all the hell or whatever, so you can't track it, they can still track it.
0: Hey, that's dope. There's a yeah. lot of I've seen a couple other trail camera companies doing that.
1: Yeah, that's smart. I know Reconyx does it. I know they
0: do. But, I mean, but, shit. Dude, they they better fucking fight $600, $600. Yeah, no shit. I don't know shit.
2: motherfucker the better,
0: better. Soon, they're going to have a fucking camera shoot the deer for you. Goddamn, $600. I mean,
2: yeah, no shit, right? But, better come with a half an yeah. at least, right?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Better <laughs> shit. Damn. <laughs> sure. well, One thing I want to talk to you, man, is uh, – You've been a far- how long have you been a farmer actually? That's another question.
2: I have been.
1: I had a couple other jobs, intermediate in there too, but I've been working on a farm since I was
0: thirteen. Shit, you're the old man of the group, son. You've been doing it God. goddamn while. Well. Yeah, right, There's, dude. I don't something. know why I thought you were twenty nine. Like, where the yeah,
1: fuck I wish I, was. I wish I fucking was. Dude, you look so
0: good. You look so good, bro. I just thought you were twenty nine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, i got pretty. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, but actually, when I got home today, before I my wife cut my hair for me, and she's like, You have a couple of gray hair starting. And I was like, Oh, shit. Oh,
0: fuck, John. Damn Down it. Downhill from here, brother. So that's what the kids do, to you, man. Hey, my girlfriend's had gray hair forever. She's younger <laughs> she than I she am. She's just one of them people that gets gray hair for some reason.
2: Yeah, yeah stressed so. out.
0: She's like one of the least stressed out people I know. That's good, though. Oh, yeah, dude. Never. I'll, she's a blessing. I've never had a woman that puts up with my hunting shit like she does.
2: She supports that's, it.
0: I've had, cool. I've had, I've had girls put up with it, but she actually, she's, she's about it. She loves it. Shit. Yeah, man. You know, my wife, it's really kind
1: of, when we first got married, it was kind of tough. I mean, she still supported it and everything, but you know, we just had a baby and everything and I know she wanted to be home. So it's, it's
0: like time first- consuming, bro. Being a hunter, like a diehard hunter, is especially yeah. white tails fucking it's a year thing for us it really is
1: it, it is it's a 365 day. it actually that i used to i used to be just the one that you know especially when i first got together i'm just gonna go out and hunt you know when season starts you know i really didn't do any prep work or anything like that yeah
0: the same it, way but, I was back in the day
1: but you know when hunt season started though you know i hunted the whole season you know so so that was kind of a that was kind of rough, you know, just because I know she wanted me home. You know, we just got married and everything. We just had a baby. So I knew she wanted me home, but it's like, especially just these, now that the kids are all older, it's not really as much a big deal, you know? And, and,
0: hey, and she gets her free time when you take the boys, you know? That's right. Yeah. that's My mom loved that. My mom loved her alone time when me and dad and my brothers would go hunting. She was about that.
1: Yeah. You know, that's right. Yeah, because I take, you know, I take the kids out. I actually get – I take the kids out as much as I can, you know.
0: You got two kids or three kids? Three kids. Okay. One of them
1: he's 20, so he's been out of the house for a couple of years now. And then uh, Hunter, he's seven, almost 17. He'll be 17 in July, and then Blake is 10. Damn, Joe, you got a 20-year-old brother. Yeah, well, you know, for the, the two older ones aren't technically mine, but they're mine, you know.
0: Oh, yeah, my brother's the same way. My brother's got two step kids, and he's got his firstborn that was born, like, two years ago. I've been an uncle, so some <laughs> goddamn long, John. They all, they, all, they all blend together. I got, like, seven of them.
2: Oh, shit. <laughs> he's the
0: first solder baby, though, so I should know. He's the first, like, keeping the heritage of the solder's going.
1: Right, and I should. But kids yeah, are blessing,
0: a blessing, man. They're a handful, but they're a blessing.
1: They are. They are, man. I tell you what, and these kids, too, I mean, they're just – just about as die hard about it as i am so that's it's yeah, really nice to have them because they want to help you know they want to go scouting with me they want to go move tree stands and shit with me so that that makes it nice too because you know hell like you were talking about going to kentucky and doing some scouting stuff by yourself and i'm like shit man i don't like doing doing any of that shit by myself because you know
0: because where we go bro we don't have service
1: that's, that's, that's all I'm like. God damn it. I should at least have somebody there with you in case something bad happens to you or something.
0: Yeah, there's been many times I've like planned on going by myself, and then I'm just like, just get that feeling like, nah, dude, don't go do it. Yeah, yeah. Bro, you should see the fucking roads. Like, we'll, we'll have to have Dylan on here and we'll talk about it. I've never seen wilder, crazy fucking roads ever than that area behind Kentucky. Like, really? Dude, it would blow your mind how they're like legal. Huh? They'll have like waves, bro, where you're like, Dude, I can't explain it. You just gotta see it. Like, next time we go through there, I'll send a video. It'll blow your mind. Corey's seen it. Corey went turkey hunted with us. Like, it is wild, bro.
2: No kidding.
0: It's not like potholes. It's like, they didn't fucking try to flatten the road one bit. What? Dude, I've never seen nothing like it. I'm not kidding. It's like, one or two foot waves in multiple spots, like eight waves, like woo,
2: woo, 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 woo. and then they're
0: like it's all slanted, like these roads want to throw you into a ditch, it's right on the river too, so if you go off a ditch, it's a fucking drop,
2: holy shit that's never nuts.
0: seen nothing like it, the first time we went through there, bro, I was rolling because I, I rolled through back roads and fucking, this bitch going way too fast I was like, almost, <laughs> almost pulled over I'm like, god damn, I got, this truck's 2004 I gotta check this fucker out
1: Oh no, shit, man! Damn.
0: (laughs) And then, and I am riding a really bald front tire. I am just waiting for that bitch to pop before I buy a new one. Oh shit, (laughs) dude! It's been it was a used tire, bought it like a year ago or no, yeah, a year ago. Bought it in Florida. Had a rough week in Florida. Got towed twice. Got two pop tires. Holy shit! Florida's a different dude. It was the worst fucking trip of my life. It was crazy. Jesus,
1: did you ever get that freaking noise fixed?
0: Uh yeah, got it fixed. Brought it back the second time when the noise didn't stop, and now every once in a while it'll kick back on. But if I hit the brakes, it stops. Then I, I don't know what the fuck it is. Wow, must be a Ford thing. Oh, <laughs> you're telling me I missed my goddamn Chevy. I had to total that bitch.
1: Oh man.
0: But uh, yeah, man. Uh, we're gearing up for fall. We're getting close to like doing the fall stuff. Like, what's your plans going into fall? Like. What are you going to be doing getting ready for the uh, – what's your opener? September 3rd or something like that?
1: Yeah, I think it's September 3rd, yeah, when youth season opens up. You know, we're going to really start – you know, because we're not going to be real hot and heavy in the feeding just yet. We're going to kind of get inventory and stuff. Yeah, I'm going to keep corn on the feeders, but I'm not – I've really kind of got the feeders choked down right now. You know, they're, they're just getting a little
2: bit yeah
1: but once we get to closer to season once we get like middle of august or so maybe even first part of august i'll open them damn things up and we'll go in there and fill them just to the brim and just try to stay the hell out of there you know yeah. but we'll uh we're gonna start slowly we're gonna start Did sooner you- this year as far as getting i've got a couple of places where i want to build platforms to put pop-up blinds on
0: dude that's i think we're gonna do that at the farm yeah. For them cold windy days, bro, cause where where our cornfield is, it's like on top of the ridge, you're flat, and on both sides of drops. So the wind whips through there. Oh shit. Th- yeah. This year me and Dylan pussied out one or two times. Like like I was waiting for Dylan. I'm like, I'm freezing cold, bro. I got cheap ass boots. I fucking flex sealed my boots because I wasn't buying no more boots that year. Yeah. So I'm freezing, bro. I'm sitting here freezing my ass off. I'm like, Dylan's got to be ready. If I'm fucking ready, to leave, Dylan's got to And then About five minutes later, Dylan looks at me and goes, you ready for this? I mean, <laughs> fuck this shit. I was like, let's get the fuck down. I was like, you were, you're were you the one hunting. I'm just filming. I wasn't going to say no, but I was like you said the word. I'm down. We got the yeah. fuck out of there. But yeah, if you have a blind, know. bro, just that wind chill. Yeah.
2: Well, then that redneck blind, dude, that thing is a game changer.
0: Oh, but- uh, yeah.
1: Shit, you can sit through the cold and not, you know, it doesn't bother you at all. That damn thing. Yeah, yeah. So and it but,
0: helps scent a lot.
1: Yeah. Now early season, like September when it's really hot out, yeah, that thing will cook you.
0: <laughs> Bro, you but, need to get one of those little Milwaukee or Dewalt little fans. They're not loud.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, I never thought of that.
0: Bro, I'll yeah. do that. Right. Yeah, I mean you probably couldn't have it on high and they might hear it, but if it was on medium or low, they can hear that bitch and definitely make you feel that much better, you know? Yeah. Man, Because Dylan, Dylan's all about that. Dylan's all about being comfortable.
1: Yeah. Well, and I know yeah. I know that the deer have better hearing than we do, but I have literally have tested these red, this redneck blind out. Sitting inside the blind, somebody can be right outside of it just talking normal like we are. And you can't like you can barely hear it. Like, it is crazy how much sound – you know, the sound doesn't get out. I was really surprised.
0: Like, deer have great hearing, but I've had many times, like, sitting in a tree stand – dude, I remember I used a black rack. We've talked about that. I I was sitting in a climber tree stand, right? This buck's about 50 – nah, probably 80 yards from me. He just walked by me. I'm like, I'm going to see if I can rattle him back. Went to do something, moved, fucking rattle antler Hits my tree stand – like, loud. You know what that sounds like. Yeah. In the quiet oh, yeah. woods. Falls, hits the ground. This buck didn't even pick up his fucking head. I've had really? that happen multiple times. I dropped my phone one time. Same thing. Bing, clings it. Buck didn't even look up. Really? But the sucker will catch you drawing your bow. Dude, it's crazy. <laughs> one it's time, like... I, I honestly don't think I've told you this story. We, I was sitting there hunting at my parents' property, and the neighbor kind of shoots down there towards our creek sometimes. And I'm sitting there, sitting in a tree stand, he's shooting, I could hear it, I'm like, alright, he's got his backdrop or something, I'm not worried about it. And I was actually doing an Instagram video, and then, what? fucking bullet goes like 10 feet over my head. What? And I've I've listened to war, or watched so many war movies, and they always talk about it, he's like, how do you know they're not shooting at you? I was like, when you hear the buzz, or whatever they say, dude, that's fucking true. It was crazy. Oh. Damn. Like, right by my head, so I got down and climbed out that bitch. But that's just the shit you deal with in southern Indiana, hunting these high pressure areas. That's crazy, dude.
1: Jeez. So you got to wear your orange, I guess, huh? Oh, 100%. Wow. So, um, like I all
0: said, that's oh,
1: As I say. We just don't have that pressure that you guys do. It's just nuts because, like I said, you know, living rifle season, you'll see a few guys driving around and stuff in the trucks, but. During bow season, I might see the whole bow season, you know, I'll see two or three trucks pulled off the side of the road that are actually bow hunting. You know, we do not have that pressure at all.
0: Bro, I want you to come out for, like, Indiana's opening day gun, maybe next year. <laughs> like, just so you can get this – just so you can get the feel, bro. It'll blow your mind. Like, opening day, you drive anywhere – there's fucking hunters everywhere. There's deer in the back of trucks everywhere. It's fucking crazy. Jesus. John will be in, really... like
1: down in the basement of the house cowering in a corner where John will probably be because he'd be like, what in the hell is going on? This is World War Three.
0: <laughs> dude, dude, you would honestly I think it would it, you would like it. You'll be sitting there and I mean, right when sun goes up, you're about ten minutes before legal shooting light. Kapow! Kapow! It just starts and it usually doesn't stop for until no kidding? Day. Dude, it's nuts. Last year wasn't as bad, but years previous, bro, you'll count like 30, 40, 50 shots. That's nuts. And this is rifle hunting. This ain't like running dogs in Virginia. Boom, 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 boom. This is like one shot. And you can always tell. You can always tell somebody hits a deer because it's either one shot or it's boom. Two or three (laughs) seconds. Boom, boom, boom. (laughs) You do this shit all the time.
2: Damn,
0: Hey, that's, you nice. never, that's one thing about Indiana, though. You never know it's going to come through because yeah. everything and everything's getting pushed. Some properties that haven't had hunters on it in nine months, ten months, they're yeah. just getting pressure on it, so they're bumping. Like you never know what'll run through in Indiana. That's in
1: true, years. man. Same with your small properties and stuff. You don't know. You know there might be a hundred ninety inch or three properties over that you just don't even know about.
2: Exactly, bro. So.
1: Yeah, I like that one that, uh, yeah, he sent in a group chat the other day, you know, that somebody else shot. I was like, holy cow, dude. Yep. Like, that's a stud.
0: He was a stud, bro. That was the first year we had permission there. Yeah. And I just put that mosh grip right there and sprayed that shit that night. And then that really? showed up. Or that, like, I sprayed on my way out of hunting that night. And then sometime in that next morning, late at night, he showed up. Jeez. And then the neighbor shot him. I can. Wow. The neighbor's mom did, which that was dope.
1: Oh wow, that's cool. So yeah,
0: damn. So uh, you just got some new properties. What do you do, John, when you get a new property? Well, uh, really, what I want to do is how big is this?
1: To, this is let's see, three eighty. So I think it's just right over five hundred acres. How many huntable acres? Well, I can
0: hunt all of it. <laughs> i mean I, I Kansas is different like in our cornfields, like we consider the cornfield non-huntable we right on the edge of oh, it okay.
2: right you guys are
0: different you got yeah. so flat yep. bucks will bet anywhere out there won't yep.
2: they? they will they
1: will like we saw six bucks just well they weren't big ones but six bucks out in the wheat field of that property the other night when we drove around the spot scope and stuff and now see i'm weird I don't think like most people do. There is a, on the South side of this property, there is a really big thicket of Mm -hmm. bedding and everything where I know all those deer are living. I know that that's where they're at. I've seen them there years before. Okay. That's where they're all at right now. We're here and we, you know, we went out in the middle of the day, of course, and look, you know, they go scout us out when the deer aren't up moving. So that's the big thing for me is that I'm going to do it in the middle of the day when I know, or at least the deer deer shouldn't be up moving. Mm -hmm. So, I'm looking at that, so we actually drove the, the quads, you know, around the edges of the trees and stuff like that to see where trails are going in and out, you know, where they're coming from, to and from the ag fields. You know, yeah. like what we call draws, like, you know, the low, low, low-lying low areas and stuff, because you know they use those, they stay
0: out of sight. Deer always come out in the field. Not always, I feel like 90% of the time in a low spot.
1: Yep, yep. So we're looking for those, I mean, you're looking for access and stuff like that, but like I said, I don't I'm not wired like most people. Most people are like, well, you know, you can put a stand right there, right in the middle of it, or, you know, where these trails intersect, you know, and then the bedding's to the south, you know, you can put a stand right there. But I'm always thinking, I don't want to be there.
0: That's where the deer live.
1: That's where they stay. I'm going to be out away from that.
0: On the outskirts, right?
1: Yeah. And, you know, like in Kansas, I can pull them out of there. Exactly. You know, where they're or they're going to this milo field over here, so I'm going to get in between their bedding and a milo field. I'm going to put a feeder here and hunt it with a, you know, east wind. Mm-hmm. You know, looking for their transition spots, you know, being, you know, where where a low spot is, a low area where you can tell that they're using, you know, being up away from that up the hill a little ways because then you know that they're never going to walk behind you on the top of that hill.
0: Yep. You know, stuff like that. I'm say Kansas, I feel like you can pattern your deer pretty easy because you got them smaller chunks of trees, you know. So you know the general area, but then that buck will fucking surprise you and show up right yep. behind you in a giant field.
1: Yep. Because that's, and that is the thing, you know, with these Milo fields is that they can be anywhere out there in the Milo fields. So it's really hard to, you know, I think like that's like with Zeus last year. It's almost like you got to sit at a distance and watch them. And try to figure out at least what area they feel comfortable and where they're going to go to bed. And then just try to catch them moving, you know, from the Milo to the water or or
2: whatever they're going to do.
0: Yeah. Hey, I'm thinking about planting Milo again this year for like a cover crop and just an eating crop.
2: Yeah, there you go. Because
0: I planted it one time before and it worked worked pretty good.
1: Yeah, good deal. I didn't know how it would work there,
0: you know, where you guys are at. Yeah. One thing I want to talk about, You have you... You, this is your first year doing food plots, right? Yes, yep. Hey, hey you got a better jump on every, most people though. You are already a farmer, so uh, I bet you have pretty good fucking success.
1: It's not coming too bad. Um, I need to get yeah, a Yeah, how is your corn way. popping
0: up? That's a better question. I even asked you that. It was I think
1: 5 or 6 days after I planted it, it was it was popped up coming out. So, and the beans were too. So,
0: okay. Hell yeah. That was like good. my corn it's starting to pop up a little better. It's not as good as I want it to be, but I think it's going to be just fine.
1: Yeah. You really want
0: to shoot for that. You know, you want to be about
1: two to two and a half inches in the ground on that corn because otherwise yeah. your, your root system isn't going to really get in there good because I've seen it a lot of times where if you're not deep enough that your roots won't grab a hole and ground really good and then you get a bad wind or something, it'll just lay it right over and it'll just knock it right over.
0: Yeah, so I was worn out. deep and you can't push through. Yeah, I was worn out, and I rushed my corner. I've even said that before. Don't fucking rush it, but I did a little bit. I should have plowed over it or tilted up one more pass. Oh, gotcha. Because it was, like, it was fluffy. It was because we Mm -hmm. got good fluffy soil where I'm at, and uh, I fucked up on the planting mainly. I just didn't have the the seed drop at the right opening. Gotcha. And then uh, the depth, I should have dropped it slightly more, but... It's still popping up good. I mean, there's there's many rows popping up on that little three-quarter, one-acre. Yeah, probably three-quarter, half-acre corn. Yeah, and good, I, I mean, I want the corn. It's good corn. The deer are going to eat it, but I just mainly want that as, like, a visual blocker, and then I'm going to do a fall food plot right in the middle of it.
1: Okay. There you go. Sweet.
0: And I want to talk to you about that, bro. Have you ever thought about doing fall food plot? Uh,
1: I'm going to. I've got the uh... – the biologic last bite and then i've also got the deer radishes too that i'm gonna plant this fall
0: i'm a diehard about radishes i was gonna tell you i was like you've never done food like food plots and i bet most people out there in kansas in your area probably aren't right no oh gosh no uh phew. i don't know of anybody in my immediate area at least that
1: does once you get you get like an hour or two east of me i think people probably do um you know those guys like uh, released outdoors. I don't know if you've seen them on. I think they're on. They're on Instagram. Um, they do, but they're like I said, they're further east. You know, they're like east of me. You
2: yeah. know, in the
1: more wooded areas and stuff like that. Because, you know, I don't. I don't know how it's going to work yet. Uh, that's kind of why I put the corn and the soybeans in there too. Is to because I know that those deer are used to that type. But they're not used to radishes and clover and stuff because that's just something we don't have. So I wanted to try to kind of pull them into the plot with the grains, and then, then be like, okay, well, what's this? You know, hell, let's check this out. You know, and-
0: dude, radishes are the shit. I'm gonna be. I was going through like different seed blends. I was gonna try. I'm gonna put some Whitetail Institute radish and at least one more fall food plot in there because I got three, three more fall food plots. I'm gonna do with my parents property the family property hey yeah, man you guys do a lot of plots that's awesome yeah every year i do more like last year dude i did like two acres of screen plots. wow sure, yeah just like small and dude and it worked wonders it pushed that buck right to me it really did
2: oh
1: now what's that screen plot that is that that whitetail institute
0: yep that was a conceal It's my first time using that we got it from just your normal like farm feed store last okay. year my dad got like a big 40 or 50 pound bag of it so i was like i got this much i'm gonna fucking do a bunch this yeah. year yeah and, dude i'm like you know me like we're working class i spend so much money on different shit so i do like not the bare minimum but i don't go crazy on my plots like a lot of people do i'm not like yeah. making sure my soil is 100 great which I'm, I'm doing more this year for my fall food plots. i'm doing that plot start stuff just so you can spray it and it yeah, goes into your know. goes into your soil three times quicker than normal lime does. Gotcha. But I'm, yeah, I'm trying that. But like, dude, I do like the bare minimum. Usually, I tilt my plot, maybe put some lime down, some uh, powdered lime, pelletized lime. But I just, I just have good success because I'm just make sure I do it. And fall food plots are my favorite because they're so much easier to plant than summer. Uh, food okay. Plots.
1: Okay. So I noticed you guys do some of the no plow and stuff too, right?
0: Yeah. This was my. Like second or third year ever doing no till, and honestly, I did it over a like last year's brassica plot, and it did not look like it was gonna do good at all, but now it's fucking beautiful. So, oh, made God. a believer out of made a believer out of me. Hell yeah! And I think that's a big part of like White Till Institute's siege because they put that coating on and everything, and dude, it, it definitely helps. Gotcha.
1: So. Yeah, I've got a spot but that I think I, I love biologic to too.
0: It. I've used, used biologic. Before I started using White Tail Institute.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, got, I was just kind of doing some research online and stuff. I was like, well, I think I'll just try this, you know, this year to kind of see how it works. And I've got some, we got some leftover seed from last fall. So I had some, uh, some oats and some wheat and stuff I planted into the other half of that, um, for right now until fall when I put the radishes and the last bite and stuff out there.
0: Hell yeah. Kind of I think, greater, you know, honestly, I bet you have some. Some great success. So last bite's a good one. I've used that. The radishes, dude. I've never had bad luck with radishes. They absolutely destroy the radishes every so day.
1: Is that something that they hit, like to hit? You know, more late season once it get, gets cold.
0: They will hit the tops early season and then they'll hit okay. the tubes late season.
2: Okay, okay. Got so you. it's
0: like a it's like a year round, not year round, but it's like an all deer season food block Okay,
2: sweet. Sweet. Okay. And I've never
0: had better success with any brassica than radish. Gotcha. Big, big yeah. believer in that. And I'm radish excited. is one of those things where it's like an additive too. You can like put put radishes with just about any other fall mix.
2: Okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm, too- I'm.
0: excited to do that. I think, dude, especially you being where you are and not having like that type of food. Honestly, I if they I could see them wiping it out before like November gets here.
1: Right. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You know, they're g i know they're gonna stick to the Thanks thank the good
0: lord that they
1: we are uh planting Milo right on the other side of the tree road to it this year. There's gonna be like seventy acres of Milo on the other side of it. So I know yeah,
0: good luck with Milo.
1: Right, yeah. <laughs> so I know they're gonna be in the Milo fields and I and but I know that once that Milo's cut, I know they're gonna move into that feed plot hardcore. Oh yeah. But I think they're going to hit it pretty good because we're a food plot. That's why I put the food plot where we where we did, because it's going to be in between the milo and the pond, you know, in between the water. So
2: yeah.
1: I know they can live out in the milo fields. They stay out in the milo fields, but they have to go to water. So if we've got that pl- that food plot there, you know, I'm hoping that that's going to be enough to draw them in and slow them down at least,
0: you know, oh, as yeah.
2: they're going into the water.
0: Guarantee it will, man. It'll surprise you. The daylight pictures will get in there as October's rolling through. I'm going to ask you about, too, was
1: I see some people doing the horizontal rub Dude,
0: that is weird as fuck that you see That met up earlier when we were talking about scrapes.
2: Yeah.
0: I, I thought I about trying this
2: year.
0: Yeah. Like, I've, I've never tried it. I want to. Hunting public guys was one of the first guys I've seen do it. Yeah. And, dude, they had some studs in it.
1: Yeah, like a lot – well, it's like I made the joke yesterday about the old man. You know, I'm like the Ted Miller of the hunting yeah. public. You know, if, if you see him doing it, you know, that guy shoots freaking – he's got trail camera videos of freaking big deer hitting them
0: with horizontal rubs. We talked about doing it last year. Yeah, I'm going to try it. Like, why not, you know?
1: Yeah. I'm excited. I think I'm going to try a bunch of that different stuff this year, like with the scrapes. And I think I'm going to – you know, want to kind of buy a food plot, maybe between the plot and the – uh in the pond, I wanted to do one of those horizontal rubs and just kind of see how they reacted to it.
0: And it's good for content, for the page, just trying new things. That's what I'm all about. Like, yeah. I do that shit all the time.
1: Hell, yeah. And I'll kind of get yeah. it out of my comfort zone and, you know, see what works and what doesn't work.
0: Yeah. One thing that's kind of funny about our crew, you're the old man. You're the great yeah. guy.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm the second oldest, but I look like the fucking youngest by far.
1: You look like you're 13.
0: Dude, I did, bro. I like 12 years old. It's
1: fucked I looked, up. I looked like that until about four years ago when I started getting fat. Then, I'm like, yeah. then I don't look like a 13 anymore.
0: <laughs> it's just funny, dude. Like I I was a light bloomer, man. Light bloomer. Been a light bloomer. Right. When I get into my 40s, I'm going to be looking good. And that's right. You I keep, look like you're 20. I keep telling myself. Yeah, I got to tell myself something. That's, that's right. I look so, so young when I don't get ID, which happens once every, like, three months. I'm like, fuck yeah, bro. Like, you my yeah. dog. Give him, a, give him a fist bump and shit.
1: That's right. <laughs> I'm still 28
0: now. Like, still shit.
1: That's why them high school girls still wink at me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah shit. <laughs> that is funny. But, uh, yeah, John, uh, one thing I want to talk about to you, man. One thing, I I just don't think about it much because we're always busy. I'm just, we're doing our own thing. Like, mm-hmm. where do you want to see the bloodline? Or what, do you, what would you like to see us doing? I got a couple ideas that I've, um, uh, I've been thinking about, but. Dude, I like, I, I like brainstorming. Yeah, yeah, me too.
1: You know, I really see, like, you know, even in the trade show thing, I think that's yeah, going to that'll be, be a
0: game changer for us.
1: I think it will be too. And, you know, you see it even on the Instagram already. You know, there's you know, a lot of people are kind of taking notice.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, we're, we're starting to get a pretty good following.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it can only, like, you know, like I I say right now we're in the off season, so you're not really getting the traffic. I don't think that you will this fall. Oh, I, I don't think
2: know.
1: this fall, especially when some of these pictures start rolling in, um, you know, I do have some ideas about videos and stuff, you know, like, mm. we do go hunting, you know, and and hopefully get a big one around, you know, some of these videos yeah. and stuff that
0: we get. And we're diving into YouTube hard this year, which right. that's going to be our biggest game changer is Actually having a video of us killing some shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be awesome when that gets going. Yeah. Because I know you already got some stuff up on YouTube and stuff. And, but you guys are getting ready to put the turkey videos on, right?
0: Yep. I just got to get with Dylan. Dylan's been busy. He's the one with the – he bought the, the new nice uh, computer. Yeah, so I just gotta get with him. I I just need to, like, like give me the he he wants to learn it from me because I've been editing videos and stuff for a long, mm-hmm. long time. So he wants to learn from me, but I just need to grab that computer from him for a weekend and bust out the videos because I can bust out a video a day easy.
2: Yeah, and
1: Dylan's been pretty busy with working overtime and shit, you know?
0: Yeah, I'll actually see him tomorrow. So we're gonna catch up. We're going to his brother's uh, baby, his brother's kid's birthday. Can't talk. Huh? So, I'll see him. It'll be the first time I've seen him in a while. Like, all the rest of our friends always give him shit. But you and Gavin always hang out, blah, blah, blah. I was like, are we still friends? I'm like, sorry, you don't have the hunting, bro. But now I get it. I'm like, it's been like three or four weeks. I haven't even seen it. it like, right? that, that's why I had to give him shit yesterday. Yeah. Because I knew he'd reply if I said that. Oh, yeah, yeah. He did, too. Like, he was
2: like, oh.
0: I've I've known Dylan for so long, but, yeah. I can't wait till we come out there, honestly. I was thinking this. If me and Dylan both get a tag, like, hopefully one of us. Like, I feel like if we both put in, one of us will get a tag, tag at least, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I was thinking
0: I might want to come, like, mid or late November, and let's try to spot and stalk these motherfuckers. That would be... Freaking epic, dude,
1: because once you hit yeah, that
2: lockdown I, phase, shit, exactly. yeah.
0: Exactly. I want to come right in the lockdown phase. It would give you opportunity to kill your bugs, give your sons a, a good, longer opportunity, and it would just be so cool videos. It would be fun videos because we would yeah. have, like, you or Dylanson on the spot and scope filming us from afar, and then somebody with a camera right on me, right behind yeah. me, you know?
1: I was going to say, then or early season would definitely be the best times to, to try to hit it, for sure. Yeah.
0: I'm saying the yeah, only bad thing about early season is we'll probably hit Kentucky. I mean, if we draw, fuck, let's go out to Kansas, you know? But. Right. I think it'd yeah. be great, bro. Come out to Kansas, get that different style of hunting, film you, get to meet you. I can't wait for that. Yeah. I'm going to try to get out there this summer, bro, and stay up there for a weekend or something just to meet you and walk around, get some videos because I'm good at the videos. And if I can film you doing your shit, you know?
1: Yeah. I was kind of thinking that, you know, once we heard of this stuff, everything kind of dies down at the farm before we go to. Planting wheat, you know, the last part of September and getting the fall harvest, you know, au- you know August and stuff would is like a time where you know I'm off every time and shit. So,
2: and then two when
1: once you get there in August, you know, last part of August or something, then you really get to see what these bucks' potentials are going to be.
0: Yeah, first week of mm-hmm. August, you're going to know if he's a shooter or not.
1: Yeah, yeah, because you know, shit, then we can go around in the spot and scope and shit, and you know, yeah, see be awesome. and everything and see what they're going to do, you know. Yeah, that's
0: that's the thing, man. The the guys that are in it big, they're just sitting out there and they're just they're filming videos. That's I yep. think the most important thing for us this year is just getting videos on YouTube regularly.
1: Yep, that's
2: right.
1: And you look know, just even the content, the pictures, you know, every day and shit,
2: you know, I think is a deal, you know, oh,
1: just yeah. just constantly be putting the content out there, you know, you gotta stay relevant.
0: Yep. And we're one of the few, bro. We're we're pretty big on Instagram. Our uh, th- these podcasts—they're starting to get better. We're starting—I'm starting to bust them out. So honestly, the past couple weeks it's been two a week. Wow! Yeah. And then we're gonna once we get the YouTube going too, bro. We're just, that's the trifecta.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: For sure, oh, It's gonna like, be great.
1: Th- this fall, I think it's really gonna blow up because oh, oh, I yeah. forgot about that. Oh my god, I forgot about that farm. Oh, and shit. you're
0: going you're gonna to kill a 200-inch buck again this year, John.
1: Well, I keep telling myself that, and it's like – but then once I, you know, think about it, it's like, okay, so I've killed two already, which is already, like, defying the odds. It's like that shooting star hitting in the right place every time. And you I'm like, want
0: to, Probably less than 50 hunters. Honestly, probably less than 25.
1: The game warden told – what the game warden told me He's like, the chances of – Finding a deer this this of this caliber, the one last year, and getting me killed is you're talking one in two million.
0: Yeah, bro, I've been hunting for about twenty years, never even seen the two hundred inch buck. Right,
1: and I've really really big typicals. You know, I'm not here. Well, shit, I had pictures of that one last year. That one last year, I know that deer was pushing two hundred, and everybody here was tagged out. I was literally other buddies and stuff they're kind of halfway hunters i was trying to get them to come hunt that deer and they wouldn't do it i'm like somebody could yeah. kill this freaking thing dude like she's that's it's
0: why i love
2: you man.
0: that's why i fucking love you that's why you can tell you're a good guy that <laughs> you come let these dudes uh like give them an opportunity to kill a giant most guys are like nope i'm saving him he's all mine it's like, and uh, you
1: know, even you know, early season, you know, I took my sons out there to hunt zoos because I'm like, you know, if he shows up, you're going to shoot him. Oh, yeah. If the opportunity arises, you better hell take it. Yep, yep. Because you don't know. He might be gone by the time he sheds his velvet. He could just disappear and we never see him again. So, it's like, you got to take those opportunities when they come. You know, whether it's yep. me, you or the guy down the street, it's what it's like, you know, somebody get him on the ground. I'm just as excited when the kids shoot a big deer, mm-hmm. you know, when I do.
0: Me, honestly, like, more excited. When my nephew shot his first buck last year, which was, like, a three or four point, dude, that's another video we're going to post, too, because I got his video. That's the best video I've ever recorded is him shooting that buck on opening day of U season last year.
1: Hell yeah, man.
0: Bro, fired up like... Wait till you see the video I'll have to send it to you Like I am fishbowl bro Me and him are both Going let's fucking go Like yeah. in the blonde, Dude it was the first Like 15-20 minutes Of the hunt
2: Oh man I was like You
0: sure you wanna shoot it and he's like bah. So I've been waiting For a buck. gap I was like Blast that motherfucker Yeah no shit And he's He's like I am bro He's a natural good shot He's a killer that's awesome. That's good, he's, man. He's missed one time, and it was my fault that he missed, because I could see the deer good, but he couldn't see it, and I was just pressuring him, like, you got to shoot. You got to shoot, so he just he let one fly. Yeah.
1: Shit, yeah, dude. That's what it's all about, man. And, you know, I know we get caught up in the whole, you know, wanting to let these deer grow, you know, trying to manage them and stuff, but I really think that with the kids, that's a whole different that's a whole different deal. You know, if a buck's – especially if it's a kid's first buck or something, you know, you can to okay, get them yeah. interested in it. You can't get them yeah. straight
0: hunting for mature bucks right off the get go, or they not I don't think. I don't think it'll last for most no. kids.
1: No, because they're gonna be sitting there, sitting there, sitting there, going hunting, not ever have to get to shoot anything, and they're just gonna lose interest. It's like if a deer walks in, I don't care if it's a freaking doe or whatever, and they want to shoot it. Hell yeah, smoke that sucker.
0: Yep, we are in the business of killing. That's you're right. You're a harvester. You're a harvester and a killer, son. Yeah. I was thinking of a shirt. Tell me that wouldn't be kind of a cool shirt. I can't think of a design right now, but Harvester and Killer, something about that. Because, you know, everybody everybody says I'm a harvester nowadays, trying to be politically correct. I'm not going to lie. I used to even kind of say it. But uh, I think that'd be a cool shirt. Like have a tractor and a dead deer or something, something. Yeah. I keep keep having the one of
1: like, this house is a, or this is a house of dirt naps.
0: Yep. Oh, I love the dirt nets. I say dirt nets all the time. Yeah, yeah, because
1: <laughs> yeah, my house is full of fucking like dirt naps. You know, that's, that's the other thing. It's like my a 10-year-old, for God's sake, you know, he's even on the whole, you know, letting bucks walk and shit. And I'm like, God damn, why is this kid letting shit walk? And then I'm thinking.
0: They're growing up in a different time than me and you did. Yeah, well, that, that's true. Yeah. But then like the
1: kid Good. has like three. Three deer on the wall that's pushing 150 already. And I'm like, Yeah,
0: John, John, I fucking know. Don't let me know that your kid kills bigger bugs than me. Let (laughs) let the whole world know. (laughs) I I can't wait to meet your kids, man. It'll be a great time when we come out there. Meet your wife, too. Yeah. She's a big supporter. She's always liking everything.
2: Yeah, liking and sharing it. That's what
1: I think she's always supported me. She's always been a huge supporter with it. But this year, like with everything with the bloodline happening and like with yep. magazines and shit, you know, and, and magazines using her pictures. Man, she's oh. damn near as fired up as I am about it. I mean, she's like, Hell yeah, you know, she's you know, when I was telling her about the decals, you know, when I was texting you and shit, she's like mm-hmm. send it to me. She like immediately runs downstairs and starts pumping out fucking decals and I was like, to hell yeah.
0: See, that's the best part about the bloodline, because Dylan's wife does the same thing. She's making us koozies. I'm going to have her make you some and send them to you, because they're fucking dope. They're dope. Hell yeah. And we can make them cheap as fuck. I think they make them for like 75 cents or something crazy. Oh, hell yeah, dude.
1: Hell, I was even thinking about those deals uh, online where you can have those custom tumblers and shit made.
0: Yep, yep. Dude, I love it. Thinking, Like, like straight honestly, straight straight. I love the logo. I, I I haven't talked to you about this, but my logo is actually made by a high school buddy. Really? Dude, yeah, he's he's fucking good. He charges more. I I got him in the right time because <laughs> he, he got big. Like he started doing big projects. Like he's he's done stuff for like um, shit. I can't even think what it's called. Cracker Bro? not Cracker, maybe Cracker Bro. Somebody. He's done some stuff for like an or Texas Roadhouse. That's what it was. Oh, okay.
2: Texas Roadhouse.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I so he's done, like, uh, like the menus and stuff. There's, like, little different logos on there. He, he's great, bro. I got him at the right time because he charged about double now than when oh my I got God. him. Because, like,
1: the, the bloodline, like, that's yours, right? Like, nobody else yep. can use that, right? Okay.
0: Nope, that's cool. all mine. That's a copyrighted logo. Sweet. That's awesome. I mean, I paid over 500 bucks for it, but... <laughs>
2: Yeah,
1: like, looking back, like especially maybe even, like, 10 years now, like, looking back, I'd be like, God damn, that's the best $500 ever.
0: Dude, I fucking love our logo. Love
1: that's, it. That's awesome, dude. Everybody I've talked to, like, man, that's that's
0: awesome. It just looks professional. It doesn't yeah. look like your, your normal like everyday average, like, just Instagram account. Well, it, just, right. it looks professional. And the name, dude, when I came yeah. up with the name, it just hit me. I was like, that's the best fucking name ever. There's oh. no way it's not taken. Looked yeah. it up, it wasn't taken, I'm like, let's fucking go.
1: Yeah, you bet, dude. Well, it's kind of like the Heartland Bowhunter, you know, logo. It's like, that's what it is. It's like, it's a, you know it's a hunting logo, but it's also like classy as fuck.
0: Yep, exactly.
2: Yeah, it's Man, like, I want to get exactly some, the plug in, in the
0: future, I want to get new logos and t-shirts and made and stuff so we can start doing that, but that's in the future, like. My biggest goal for this year, honestly, is just getting bucks killed and getting it on film. Yep, yep. Or getting deer. Like, even the doe. Like, this year, we were putting a herd on the does at my parents' property. Hell yeah. Dude, we just have such high doe doe density. We had one picture late season, 14 does in one picture. Holy smokes. Um, Not on feed either, on a fucking transition truck. Holy
2: cow.
0: It was just a spot on a creek where they drank out of that creek in 14 fucking does.
1: That's right up
0: ab- Right above that, like, five years ago, we counted, like, 37 spotlighting.
1: Holy cow. In
0: one field.
1: Dude, I was kind of thinking, because you can buy a, – a non-resident can buy over-the-counter tags, right, for Indiana?
0: hmm Because I
1: was thinking about that, like, you know, if I got tagged out or something, like, shooting over there and getting some freaking doe tags and even just coming there – Filming and oh, getting got, some freaking does on the film, you know?
0: I'll, I'll get you. Our does are smart. Okay. Dude, that doe I shot last year with my bow, mm-hmm. he was bigger than some bucks I shot. Body-wise. Yeah, I was say, she, she
2: was huge. Was yeah,
0: done, bro. Smoked her, too. First, first deer I've ever shot out blind. First deer I've ever shot sitting down and smoked her. And that's another video I can post, too. We just got to get it out. Yeah, hell
1: yeah. Man, I can't. When you guys get out of here, you guys gotta see these deer because we've had some does out here that all fucking. They're as big as a you know five and a half year old buck. Like some of these does out here are monstrous. Like here comes walking some, out,
0: that's some mules. And it's like that's a doe. Holy cow! Yep, that's how hard some of these are, bro. It's just like they're just big mature ninety does, and we're always a fawn producing. Like we're, right where our property is, with all the cupboard of the creek and all that, we always get fawns, and I love that. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I actually saw a
1: couple of fawns today when I was out uh, planting Milo. I saw a couple of fawns with their mamas walking around the day. Yep, I've seen a couple.
0: I don't know if I've seen an Indiana one. I've seen some while I'm working in Kentucky. Saw some right off the highway, right behind the house. Like, why the fuck is that doing a fawn right there? <laughs> like, so you see, there's such weird spots in the city. Yeah. Yep. The hell I'm
1: even seeing them in weird spots right now because the does with their fawns. It's like, what are you? It's a hundred and four, and you're literally like twenty yards from the road, just walking around. Like, what the
0: hell? The does know that though. They with their fawns, they'll go right behind our house and stuff because they know the coyotes won't come up that close to our house. Oh, really? Yep. So that's why you see these does going weird places. They go spots where they know they're they probably shouldn't be, but they know it's the summer and they know they're having a fawn and they know they're. Fawn has better odds. That's why you see these fawns in people's backyards all the time.
2: Oh, okay, gotcha.
0: That's my take on it. From what oh, noticed, I know, it, it we makes sense though. Yeah, we don't see the does that close right behind the, my parents' property until about this time of year when they're ready to drop fawns, and then they bed right behind the house. Okay,
1: kind of another, and they know it's not hunting season as well. Because you know, yeah, they I definitely they have make... a sixth
0: sense about hunting season. I do that
1: they know when is I swear that every deer knows when opening day is. But that's what I love about our new yeah. season, you know, it's so early that most of the time you can catch them off guard, you know. So it's a really weird time because you know when they shed their velvet, they
2: completely do a 180 as soon as they shed their velvet. Yeah. So that's short of it.
0: Yeah. One also thing I want to do is like I want to get with some organization like the QDMA quiet deer management association or something. Like once we get our apparel going i want to give a small percentage to that because we're straight white we want everything we do to help white tail hunting out so if we yep. can give a small percentage of every sale we get to one of those companies i think that would be great just I, to, just to help it out i'm yeah big thing i want to do is get these new hunters in and veterans and i'm gonna mm-hmm. probably start here here soon on social media like hitting up as like if you're a new hunter and you you're kind of scared to get into it hit me up i'll take you out of for a weekend try to do that with two or three people yeah take them out on public land so they know they can do it themselves and stuff like that
1: it's funny to say that because i was thinking about that the other night about uh our kansas bow hunter association about like at one of these trade shows or something even you know two three years down the road or whatever like you know raffle
2: off a deer hunt or something
0: yep exactly yeah. Quite years, you know hey i'm big believer in speaking success into itself and uh this is going to be our year
1: yeah, I, I I feel, I can feel it, man. I, I just feel like it's going to, it's going to blow up this year. Like, this fall is going to be huge and, you know, cross my fingers, you know, Pretty to gather. You never know. You never know it's deer hunting, one. but. Well, because, like, I was talking to uh, my buddy Steve that I hunt with, you know, I was talking to him. I was like, you know, if it did, another 200 inch or does just happen to walk into my life this year, I was like, dude, it'll, it'll, like, break the internet. Like,
2: Three two, back. Three. To back. Two, this doesn't happen. <laughs> that's
1: probably never happened. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know if Mark Drury's done that. I know he's got three or four over two hundred, but I don't know if he's done it three years in a
0: row. My big people that I listen to with two hundred bucks, Mark Drury's one of them. Uh, Dan Hayes, I'm pretty sure it's yeah. Dan Hayes, right? Yeah, Dan Hayes, yeah. Mister Two. I think he's Mister Two Hundred, right? Yeah. Yep. He's a, he's a diehard Moon guy. Yeah, those that's two, right. Those are the two big names. There's a couple other guys, but those are the two the Yeah, big what's names the, I uh, think
1: of. Oh, I'm trying to think of his name. Uh, the Whitetail Edge guy. He shoots Giants. Oh, yeah, Dan, Dan Infault.
0: Dan Infault. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's – gosh. I, mean, he's, I love
0: everything Dan Infault's doing. He's a badass.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. But, hell, I even watch uh, – shit, I follow him really close in the fall, you know, and stuff. But actually, I follow him now too, uh, Midwest yeah. Whitetail. You know, I watch Midwest Whitetail a lot, you know, following those guys around. I really love, uh, you know. I use Jay- both of their yeah. hashtags in
0: almost every post. I use Midwest Whitetail, and then I use uh, Whitetail Habitat Solutions, and that's oh, all. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's funny just talking about them, you know, that one that Jared Mills was hunting last year, uh, Merino. That buck that they were hunting that was called Merino and then, uh, oh, crap, the other guy. I can't think of his name. Mike. He shoots him like on the farm next door because Mike had got the property next to it. Well, then Mike shot him with a muzzleloader when Gerald, uh, Jared was hunting him with a bow. And it's like, dude, people on
2: Facebook were pissed. Like, really? You know? Yeah, you're like you knew he was hunting that freaking deer.
1: Like, what the hell? Why did you shoot him and, and stuff? And you know, Jared had to go on there and say it's like, you know, our, you know, people don't know what our relationship is. You know, I am just as happy for him to harvest the deer as I am for myself. You know, the deer watered onto the property where he was hunting. We both communicated that, you know, we were hunting and everything. He's like, you know, he shot Marino. Yeah. And that's fine. You know, and I hate it that people think that like they get jealous. Even it's not even their deer and they're jealous about
0: it. It's getting bad, bro. People just like, I don't know. They're entitled. It's just blowing my mind. It's getting a little better, but just like I don't even know how to explain it. People are just, just dickheads about shit. Yeah, right.
1: And don't get me wrong. If the giant deer that I'm hunting walks over onto the neighbors and gets shot, yeah, I'm, get I'm, gonna
0: be,
1: I'm gonna be a little butthurt hurt about it, but I'm not gonna be a total dick to him just because he killed. Because the deer, it's a free range deer. He's not going gonna Yeah, pay. I'm gonna
0: go ask him to see it and then congratulate c- congratulate him and everything. Like
2: that's worth yeah.
0: to hunt, bro. If it was easy and yeah, it's just like it doesn't matter how you do. it. If you're doing illegal, give them props, man. If somebody shoots a seven point buck, I'm all about it. If they're happy, yeah. I'm fucking happy. Yeah. No, if somebody spotlighted the damn
1: thing at night and shot him from the pickup,
0: yeah, you know,
1: <laughs> I'm gonna go like burn your house down. <laughs> yeah,
0: I swear. Like honestly, I hope Dylan shoots the biggest buck this year out of like me and him. Because yep. I mean I've killed five five times as many deer as Dylan. I've been hunting for so oh, much shit. longer. He he fell out of it in Virginia. You could kill three bucks a year and like eight does. So I piled them up back in the day.
1: Oh, gotcha.
0: But uh, yeah, dude, I'm just I'm gonna film him. He's going to film me this year. I filmed him basically all last year. He filmed me, like, once. So, I'm going to film him early season for quite a few days, and I'm like, all right, we're switching off every time we hunt together after that point. Yeah. But I really right. want him to kill Buck because he had a rough season last year, and he needs
1: yeah. to Yeah, it sounds like he had a rough go last year. That sounds
2: – oof. He had it.
0: He had it too easy the year before. I told him that. I was like, bro, you walked up there, climbed in that tree all loud, late, and you shot that fucking stud using your dad's bow that you haven't even been practicing with. I was like, that was meant to be.
2: Yeah. But you're yeah.
0: gonna you're gonna have to work for it this year. He's yeah, like, you gotta ah. grind it out, man.
1: It's not it's not that it's not that easy every year, buddy.
0: Yep. And yep, he got a big uh big wake up call on that, but he's fired yep. up this year. We're doing new food plots. Got permission on the neighbors that backs up where all the bucks came from. So it's gonna be our year.
1: Yeah. And I don't know what's uh, what's Corey up to. You know, I don't don't really hear from him a whole lot on the.
0: Corey, dude, he went and picked up some of the merch from me. Yeah, they are working Corey to fucking death, bro. No shit. He's in, he's in Ohio right now working like overtime fixing all their shit out of state. Oh, that's
2: right. Making, making right.
0: red. like that's what he told me. He's like. Dude, he puked. I think it was Monday or Tuesday whenever he picked stuff up. He puked five times that day.
1: Holy cow.
0: You got to think. He's a lineman. He's up in the yeah. heat. There's no shade. He's that's wearing these right. gloves, and he's telling me his gloves get like over 100, like 130 degrees or something, and they're wearing those suits. Like, man. Corey's a different breed, bro. Like, he that's goes hard. Right. I don't know anybody. I don't know one person that works harder in court. Legit, yes, not one right. person. Damn. Dude, he's been yeah, working. Like, he, he's got, he got sixty, he got sixty why. or seventy hours of overtime last That's week. Fine. I remember him saying that. Now, I was Damn. like, Corey, I've only worked seventy hours like once or twice in my fucking life, <laughs> and you had forty hours before
1: that. Damn, dude.
0: But then he was like, "Yeah, he's like, I make blah blah blah, so it's worth it." I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude, you make double what I do." And then, uh, shit. But, Hell,
1: I remember that, that big farm I worked for uh, in Great Bend. Shit, I remember some of them during harvest and stuff because I ran a spray rig too. And you're talking 100, 110 hours. 100, 110 hour weeks. That's <laughs> you know what the shitty part was? I was salaried. Yeah.
2: I was salaried. Yes. Was salaried yes. See, yeah. I'm
1: like, God. I was getting screwed. <laughs> My wife and I figured it up and I was making like dollar seventy-five or some shit an hour. Yeah.
0: Yeah, oh, that's crazy.
1: Jesus, this is ridiculous. I was
0: like, that's honestly probably why I'll never be salary.
1: Yeah. But where I'm at now is pretty damn good. Like, the guys treat me really good. I got all the hunting ground. I mean, unless we're super busy, like we're going to be this weekend, I mean, I, like, never work weekends. I haven't worked a weekend
0: since, Jesus, last fall when we were cutting Milo, so hey, – what- when I was doing that post, I was going to say something about that. I was like, I don't know if John's working this weekend or not. I didn't say it. Yeah. Yeah. I think
1: – yeah, We're I have to work tomorrow for sure. We'll see about Sunday. But, yeah, because, like, you know, we weed harvest in the summertime and fall harvest are, like, the busy times where, you know, it's like, we have to go. So, that's not a big deal. Yeah. You know, like, but, hell, then they let me off to go kill a giant deer so I don't you
2: exactly,
0: know. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You know, if I happened to get in this ball back, like, man, I got this giant, I'm gonna go hunting be like, okay, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and you probably wouldn't have half the properties you have if you weren't a farmer, right?
1: Uh I wouldn't or have would probably ninety percent of the properties I do if I wasn't working for these guys.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So Hey, that's know, worth it. It's so, bro.
1: Yeah, you gotta think, man, if you're paying all that money for these deer leases, shit. There's
0: no way I could do it, wow. you know. Oh shit! You'd be paying fifty, hundred grand or something crazy. Yep, yep,
1: for that many acres. Yeah, there and there are other people that I've gotten permission on this year, but a big part of that is, yeah. Hi, my name's John Landwehr, and I work for you know so and so. Like, oh man, I know. Yeah, shit. Yeah, you can go ahead and help my property. Hey, I love Child that. my brother from
2: another mother. Come on. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, so they're like, oh, yeah, I know. I, I went to school with Matt. Hell yeah,
0: you can hunt. Like, yeah. Sweet. Uh, hey, I've always said that, man. It's not what you know half the time, it's who you know.
1: you know? That's right.
0: That's right. Because because these dudes killing these giant bucks aren't hunting those small 25, 30 acres, you know what I mean? Right. But they're putting in the work too. Like these dudes killing big bucks, even yeah. if they got these great. Great properties, there's a reason to have those great properties more times than not.
1: That's right. Well, hell, but I think a good example is, you know, the Huff, uh, Dustin Huff, you know, he killed that freaking biggest deer ever killed
0: in the United States, you know, what, two years ago? Yeah, or last year. I'm getting him back on the podcast. You know, well, I was the first was one sure. to ever do a podcast with him. Really? I did it eight days after he killed that buck.
2: Is that on there?
0: Is that on the yeah. site? Oh, God, dude, I far, didn't listen to it. Yep, that's by far our most popular podcast. Oh, yeah, I bet 100%, man. But,
1: but you know, the one. Dude,
0: the first one, I beat like Realtree. I beat like, fucking everybody <laughs> to it. Yeah,
1: because Realtree didn't do one until shit, Recent. just a few months ago. Yeah.
0: Dude, and well, I made it eight me. days after because he's Southern Indiana Deer Hunter. I messaged him that. I was like, dude, we're just starting off a podcast. I think it's episode 16, if I remember correctly. Gotcha. But, I was like, we just started a podcast. I was like, blah blah blah, and there is not a better hunter that deserves that buck more than Dustin. Yes, dude. he's a fucking great dude. Yes, like I
1: listened to the the real tree one that he did with. Uh, I did listen to the part that he did with Michael Waddell, and I'm like, yep. "Dude, this guy's a down to earth dude." Like,
0: so down to
1: earth. like this guy.
0: Dude, yeah, I, I've never met him. Actually, I've met him in person. I went and saw his buck. Yeah, in Indiana. Dude, he's just a great dude. Like, we – I texted him this week. I was like, hey, we got to do another podcast. I was like, since last time we done one, your life has fucking changed, bro. And we talked about that in the podcast, like, because it was just starting. It was eight days after he killed it.
1: Ah, you got him,
0: like, fresh, man. Super fresh. And it was a great podcast. I did, like, a lot of studying, thinking about questions and stuff. And it's, like, in detail about how he killed that buck, where he killed it, what the land looked like and everything. Wow. Just you know, a great I, dude. I, Met him in person, bro. It's like I've known him forever. No shit. That's awesome. And he's a country singer, bro. He's actually fucking yeah. Good. Really good. good. Yeah, his music's good. i got to say,
1: I've been listening to his music and stuff. Like, he's freaking good. It and is, he's always yeah.
0: on our Instagram, you know, liking shit and stuff, too. Yep. Dude, I loved us enough. Like I, I just said, I texted him this week. I was like, we got to get back on. He was like, yeah, for sure. That's awesome. He's a big supporter of us, so we're a big supporter of him. But yeah, Youngblood. He left right before you joined, and they they hunt right next to each other. Oh, really? No shit. Yep, Youngblood was on the podcast with him. It was me and Youngblood and him. Wow. But no, you know, legit. For somebody shooting the biggest buck in North America, biggest typical all time, could not yeah. have happened to a better guy. Yeah,
1: right. Well, you you think just listening to him and stuff, it's like. I believe that he killed that deer for a reason because you can tell he's just a genuine, good looking yeah. dude that lives right.
0: And uh, it should have helped his country music out because he's good. Like after yeah, I had him on there, started listening to him. Like I even told them, told him that in the podcast because he dropped one right after he killed the buck, dropped a song about it, basically about hunting and stuff. And I was like, it was fucking good, dude. It surprised me how good you are.
2: Yeah, yeah, he really
1: is, man. Oh, he's got a hell of a good voice, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, and we sat there and talked to him for 30 minutes or something at the Indiana show, which we're going to go to next year and have our own booth. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure he'll be there again. You if think he will Facebook, be? Oh, he'll – that's enough. I guess. Dude, that'd be, be freaking
1: there. awesome. Dude, I'd love just to meet him.
0: Dude, it, he's great, dude. And when you see this buck <laughs> in person, you're going to be like, holy fuck. Yeah, I'm
1: sure, like, seeing them on, on online and shit pictures doesn't do it justice. It doesn't, dude. God
0: damn,
1: Dude, I couldn't even imagine a buck – I've seen some really big typicals. And he cool. smoked
0: him. He smoked him too. Yeah.
1: Oh, I saw on his uh, Instagram yesterday or the day before he posted the uh, on a story or on his reel, I think, about the phone call that him and his girlfriend had. He's like, Oh man, I know this dude's like I know he's like one seventy and then he ends up being like two hundred and fucking eleven. It's like
0: Dude, Yeah, we boy. talk about that on the podcast I did with him too.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> or I best just, like it I I'm blessed for, like, Dustin enough helped us out, man. I, I was surprised when I was like, yeah, I'll do it. I was like, fuck yeah, he's a good old boy. And did it with me, and we just clicked, been texting back and forth every once in a while. And he's always liking our stuff. We like his stuff. Big yeah. fan of Dustin enough man. Yeah. Big things coming big, forward.
1: Because it's, you know, I, I feel like a lot of, not a lot of guys, but, you know, people that shoot gear like that, you know, if it was just, like, little old me walking up there to talk to him, I feel like sometimes they just wouldn't even give you the time of day. But, like, he's
0: not like that. No, nah, dude. Right when I walked up, he recognized me. He's like,
2: what's
0: up, bro? I'm like, what's oh. up? It's about time we met. That's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, he's a great dude. So I, would a great really,
1: dude. I would really hope
0: that he's there
2: next
1: year. Like,
0: if, if that oh, year he, there. I'll give him shit. I'll make sure he's there. Oh, the biggest, biggest Indiana buck of all time. Biggest North American buck. He better be there. But see, and that's And that's whatever, too. It's like, you
1: know... Well, I said that in the magazine, you know, that I did on North American Whitetails. like everybody's always like, oh well, this'll never happen to me, you know, I'll never shoot a deer that big. Dude, that's he is a said. prime fucking example of that shit.
0: Yep, that buck traveled eight miles to him. Yeah, like that's
1: freaking nuts.
2: Yep. That's like it's Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: It's like it can happen at any time, dude.
0: Everyone sure can walk sure. through. Yeah, it's freaking awesome. But shit, John. We've been going a while, brother. Like I said, I yeah. mean, you can fucking keep on talking.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. I feel like if we get one of these nights at one of these shows, you come up here and we have a few beers and a will little beer. Uh, so, yeah. So,
0: dude,
2: that's, so
0: be back up. that's when we do them shows, too. We're going to be doing podcasts at the show. Just yeah. get that feel. Because uh, when we go to the Indiana show, Full Draw Assassins, we're going to get a booth right next to them.
2: Oh, dude, okay. the
0: Ohio Boys. They're really good in the video and photography.
1: Yeah, as I said, I like their shit, and I watch their stuff on Instagram all the time, because those guys are freaking awesome.
0: So, we'll be with them. It's just going to be a great weekend. Do a podcast with them. podcast, like, people walking by, blah, blah, blah. We'll figure that out. We got a long time until January.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I think it's – is it in January or February? I thought I saw – It might be February. I think be February February,
2: 20-something. February
1: 23rd. Now, the one – here in Kansas is, like, January 13th or something like that. So, it's early yep. be
2: before then, I think.
0: Once deer season hits, I'm going to start saving my money. This is my spending money time. It's December before. Yeah. Right. But, uh, yeah, John, I appreciate you, bro, man. We can – like I said, we can keep talking. We're going to have to get at least one of the bloodline boys every week. That's my goal, just so we can yep. all catch up, see what's going on get everybody a feel for us so they actually know who we are, you know.
1: Right. Well, you're kind of talking about, you know, one of these days doing the Instagram live or something too.
0: Hey, Sunday, I think. Sunday? Yep. I already talked to one guy about it. Okay. Gotcha. I might. If, you, if, you, if you'll be free. It'll be later because it's Father's Day. Yeah. Yeah. And well, if uh, I, I am in a birthday tractor, birthday, I think I can money.
1: still make it work. I'll just make sure I'm in the tractor with the Bluetooth.
0: <laughs> yeah, hey, there you go. Because will like probably be I... like probably like nine or ten o'clock.
1: Oh, okay. I might I might be home by then, so I think you'll we'll make it work one way or another.
0: Because when I get I... season's happening right now. John bucks are starting to show a little more, getting us, just teasing us right
1: now. Oh yeah, they are. It's funny because you know we're looking at the Taxi taxidermies there right now, and I'm like, "Gosh, it's like I can. I think he's going to be a big one, but it's it's hard to tell." It's like, "Come on, let's keep let's keep going. Let's let's fast forward a little bit here."
0: Exactly. <laughs> let's get three weeks hey, down
2: the road here.
0: One more month, you're, we're going to see these stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think in a month, but you know, some of these bucks it I think are going to look smaller right now because you know some bucks drop later than others. So maybe yeah. the the mature bucks that drop their antlers sooner, I think, have got more growth on what these other ones, these up and comers, these three and four year olds, got. So,
2: yeah, it's
0: so, well, crazy yeah. how they can grow as quick as they did. Blows my mind.
1: Yeah, God, that's and that's that's another reason I wish I'd really got Zeus last year. I I wish I would have got him now and kind of seen what his growth would have been throughout the days to get that many inches of antler. Yeah,
0: you know? right.
2: Because God damn, dude.
1: You know, I didn't mean? get in until you know late August, so he was pretty much done growing by then.
0: Yeah, that's a lot. I know a lot of people that say that then bucks come in late August, coming back to their, heading towards their fall range, leaving that summer range. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so yeah, man, cool. big things coming for us, brother.
1: Yeah, you bet, man. I'm I'm I'm, I'm freaking pumped. I am so freaking pumped, dude.
2: I'm just and sitting there, like, when we drop everything. at least
0: like. Corey's got a Kentucky tag Indiana, that's two. Dylan's doing the same. I'm doing the same. So, that's six. Buck tags we got. Michael's got one in Indiana at seven. And then you got eight. So, I'm hoping we put a, at least eight bucks down next year. I'm hoping so. Yeah. We'll see. Either said Cause, than done.
1: Because both of my kids, me, I'm hoping my buddy Steve gets one. I want, and I will hopefully get it on film. So, that should be four on our side at least. I'm hoping.
0: Yeah. Hey, we need to get Steve, man. I've heard of Steve quite a few times. We need to get him on the podcast. He's your buddy, the buddy of mine.
1: <laughs> man, he is so, like, he's not on Facebook or anything. He's, like, so old school, like, no social media. Yeah. You know, don't
2: know, want anybody to know who I am and
0: shit. Oh, I'm
2: okay, like, dude, okay. if you're a whole with me, it's going to change, brother.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, maybe we'll do that one for an in-person podcast when I come down there.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fucking sweet. <laughs> yeah
0: all right, brother, man. We okay. talked honestly longer than I thought we were going to, but should have figured.
2: Yeah,
1: right.
0: It just kind of flows, you know? It does. We, we covered a lot, too. I had a great conversation. Yeah, you bet, man. But, uh, yeah, we'll stay in touch like we always do. I appreciate you, man, and uh, everybody listening. Appreciate you listening to this episode of the White Tail Line, And until next time, appreciate you, John.
2: I'll all right, man. We'll talk to you later, brother.
0: All
2: right. See you later. Yep, bye.